listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot. From the womb to the tomb, a hot pot of joy and a spoon, trying to make me 40,000 and move motels, star-studded, rock stars and goons, plain clothes want to run in my room. Nigga, guess who's Bizak? It's your boy Face Mob. Started with an eight ball. Gotta get this kick, dog. Give niggas a break. Nah, you know how the game go. Fuck you. Think a slang foe to go against the grain, though. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. A lot of things popping off this Sunday. Yes, it is. We got Walking Dead officially back. Woo-hoo. the original crew i'm ready we got a uh, week i think five of the nfl back you know for all y'all nfl fans out there uh and we actually got some of our favorite guests in the world back on the show man yes we do some of the most requested guests people are like hey when they come back on again the first <laughs> the first voice you heard uh is andy uh yes. of the three guys on what's going on andy klein What's going on? I should have worn my Redskins hat. I didn't even think about that. Yep, man. You fucked up. I'm yeah. wearing my I haven't showered today hat. <laughs> <laughs> I never wear NFL gear around my house anymore, man, because I, I don't go out to the bar. Uh, and then also I'm an Eagles fan, so there's really no need to bring that embarrassment <laughs> upon the family yeah. name. <laughs> Ain't nobody here but me and you. <laughs> I can't uh, buy jerseys anyway, because especially Redskins, because those guys, they leave after two years. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just a waste of 120. I, I used to go to a sports bar every week and there was an Eagles fan there with like a Ty Detmer jersey. Like, oh, <laughs> way too late. So you, you know, even, you know what it Ty is. Ty Detmer wouldn't wear that, you know? You know what it is though is y'all don't even have the classic player to stand behind of the last say like 10 to 20 years. Like, right. Like you might could rock like a Doug Williams jersey or some shit, but like y'all. Gotta wear a Riggins jersey. Yeah, yeah Riggins jersey. Like, but y'all don't yeah. have like, like right now, I can still rock my McNabb jersey anywhere. Yes. And it's respect as like a fan and a black quarterback fan. It's immediately like, oh, okay, you really rode that ship out for like twelve years, as yeah. opposed to y'all, man. Like anybody you wear, it's gonna be like, oh, I remember he had one good fantasy season. There it is. <laughs> The last, if you wear a jersey from the last ten years, it's Sean Taylor. That's the fucked up thing. Oh, oh. yeah, that's a bad memory oh. too. Because yeah. how he yeah. died. If you watch Redskins games, still there's 21 jerseys in the stands everywhere. Damn, yeah. I didn't even think guys, about that. Dead guy. He'll be missed though. But yes, it's like ouch. Uh, and then uh, of course we also have uh, another football fan and of course uh, a co-host of. Three guys on podcast. It's my man Randolph Terrence. What's up, man? Hey, everybody. Hi. Uh, don't mind my shit camera and old ass computer. Rooting for them. Uh, rooting for them Steelers today. Tomorrow night. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I just look. I just want make. I just want Vic to play solid. <laughs> That's all I care about. Just play solidly, Michael Vic. Don't embarrass yourself. Uh, That's all. I, I mean. If he could do as good as Hasselback, I'd be very happy with that. I don't think he can because I don't think he ever was that type of quarterback. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel like um, the last game y'all played, uh, Mike Epps really fucked up. Um, I mean, not Mike Epps. Um, what's y'all coach's name? Mike something? Tomlin? Mike yeah. Tomlin, yeah. Omar uh, Epps. He looked like Omar, Omar Epps. Epps. He like I mixed he like Omar Epps and and Mike Tomlin. And I mixed it up. 
Yeah. Into a comedian. It's um, actually funnier than Mike Epps, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But not as dangerous. But not as dangerous. <laughs> not as dangerous. Yeah, he make the pe- people fall, but, you know, not in the same way with laughter. But he, um, <laughs> he, he, uh, <laughs> really believed in the old mike vick like he was still looking at his madden 2005 settings or something oh. well, if, you, if you go back and you watch the game mike wasn't really the problem on like four days prep time i guess yeah he wasn't really the problem he was i know but it was like the a, belief a more <laughs> it was the belief in like oh mike vick can beat that corner on fourth and two yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was a stupid. That was a stupid play. You know, you got you got one of the better running backs in the league behind you. Just right. give him the ball. Right. Everybody tries to outsmart themselves too. I much. think after the game, uh, 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 coach, uh, coach uh, Mike Tomlin looked at this, looked at the back of that Madden box, and was like, "Damn, this '95." But you know Shit. who I put that on? Oh. Todd Haley, that uh, offensive, damn coordinator? offensive coordinator. Ugh, this well, dude. I mean, I only put it on him because Mike Tomlin is black and there's not enough black coaches and I like him. But if that would have been a coach I didn't like, I would have just been like, it's his fault. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just, it's, it, it all depends on where you want to put the blame if you like that motherfucker or not, dog. When I don't like somebody, I'll be like, Andy Reid can't coach. <laughs> he can't. But I don't even know who Andy Reid's offensive coordinator is. Cause oh, because Andy, because Andy calls the plays. Right. right. I don't give a fuck. And waste their timeouts and shit. Right. Tomlin is Tomlin is a defensive guy, and he brought Ty Haley in. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, uh, alleged rapist, mm. he doesn't even listen to Todd Haley. He audibles out of his plays all the time. Mm, I heard that you before know? too. Yeah, he doesn't. Last season when he tried to go by Haley's plays, they weren't winning. That's what I call an it one though. Like, yeah. if that was a nigga, that he would be called arrogant. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they'd be like Cam Newton refuses yeah. to use the. They wouldn't. They wouldn't say audible outs. He refuses to go refuses by the playbook. <laughs> he's he's showing too much pride. Yeah, just run the play. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So he's when he once he started audibling out, they started winning. Yeah, Mike Mike can't audible out of shit. <laughs> yeah, Mike don't even know the plays, man. I always picture Mike like playing Angry Birds on his phone and shit. Because <laughs> like you know he he had bills to pay, man. Like his he had a serious issue where he's really rebuilding his wealth, and the money he makes over the next like over the last like three years and maybe the next one or two possibly is the money to sustain him for the rest of life, like. He probably won't be able to go to an announcing booth or anything, you know, because of the, the he dog was, shit. He wasn't doing that before anyway. Exactly. I heard him talk. Right. So he, you know, he probably can't even pull a Ray Lewis, you know, like the sideline shit. Like, he's pretty much just done with football after this. So I always he just. Can get endorse, he can get endorsement jobs, you know, like like earrings and uh, <laughs> do-rags. Gold jewelry. <laughs> do-rags. Pinky rings. Pimp pinky, pinky rings, rings. yeah. <laughs> they gotta, they gotta be the yeah. pimp pinky rings, though. Chicken spots. Oh god. Basically anything that has a kiosk at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a uh, Mike Vick phone case. I've been looking yeah, for this iPhone case. You can get all that. Yeah, I buy some uh, Michael Vick uh, chicken wings. <laughs> Vick and wings. <laughs> yes. So, Vick and thighs. So he, um, so so basically, like he's done after this. So I always just picture him like signing up to be the backup in places where quarterbacks don't get hurt. So yeah. he don't, so he don't have to start. I, I feel like his last, like, like I think he signed up with the Jets because right before he signed up, 
uh the coach was like yo geno smith is our quarterback is no controversy no nobody will start over him as long as he's healthy and mike vick's like shit i'll go over there then and get three million to sit on the bench and then halfway through the season they like yo geno sorry dog yeah, yeah. Oh. you gotta play and now you gotta play. Hey, say hi karen and ron say it loud hi hey, hey. Boo, boo. Hi, what's going on princess hi karen hi ron okay now you gotta hey. go. go eat go eat <laughs> <laughs> gotta eat <laughs> Try and raise a daughter. Yeah, I mean, she. Once he got there, he. It's exactly like you said. He thought, oh, "I'll just sit on the bench." Yeah. Did you see him you know, play? Young, I'll, I'll, I'll tutor him, and I guess how to wear earrings. I guess. I mean, that's all. <laughs> look, this is how you wear a big diamond earring. This is the correct way. He, he was going to tutor. Diamond. He was going to tutor him on the bob and weave on the head. You know, so you can swivel, keep your head on swivel, not get yeah. your jaw broke. But uh, yeah. he, he left before he could teach him that skill, dog tutor you on how to give somebody the back their money oh. <laughs> just pay the man back his money man he's you like if there's get the money out of your ashtray your car and give it back to him if there's one skill mike vick knows it is definitely how to give people their money back yeah how to give you money back <laughs> this, is, look, this is what you do you just give them the money back <laughs> right. that's all i gotta do that's all you gotta do but he would put this here put this earring in your ear he would get in those games last year and i i swear to god it was like when you first pick up a controller for Madden and you hadn't played in 10 years. Yeah. Cause it was yeah. like he didn't even know the fucking plays. Like, oh wait, yeah. you was going to the left? My bad, dog. Yeah. I was <laughs> in the mall and they had Madden set up on PlayStation. I tried to play a little bit. Oh, oh. Yeah. Hey, I, I, we, uh, on our sports show, uh, Balls Deep Short Sports, shout out to, uh, my man Justin. We, I was like, Mike Vick uh be drawing plays in the dirt you know what I'm saying? like ah! hey man look you run out here to the left you just leave okay you gonna run out here to oh to the Lord. left at the 10 yards you go straight all right you just go straight up the field i want you to stop and curl like you see this stick right here that's your spot there's no way he knew the plays man i was watching that shit he doesn't he's have that landmarks he's like you go to go to the fire hydrant turn yeah. around <laughs> See this? See that fan right there with with the blue hat on? That, that's the fan right now, there. Now outside that white line, that's the lava. So don't touch that. Ah, you die. You touch the lava, you dead. But uh, all right, man. Uh, good luck to that dog killing son of a gun. Uh, oh Lord, man, he served his time. He did, man. I don't, see. That's the thing. I I'm in the middle. Like I feel like everybody, like black people, are fully like, why are you bringing it up? He already served his time, and I'm like yes that's that's true he should be allowed to play but i feel like people should be allowed to be like yo you did kill them dogs man because it, it was some fucked up shit he did to them dogs i don't know why we got to be totally one way or the other i don't want him banned from football right and that's what made people go to the other extreme because it was like fuck you he served his time it is almost like when you bring it up most people bring it up for the fact that they want him banned right it's like well fuck you nope don't but bring that it up. but that to me that i know that's it's not real i know i'm from the south too but i know it's his culture quote unquote but like well, that's some it weird you yeah but that's you some that is still south. some like i don't agree with it right that's horrific right that's still some shit that if you was in my house and you was like, yeah, just kill 12 dogs this year. I'd be like, yeah, dog, uh, I don't know if I want yeah, you. Yeah, it's time for you to go. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I want to fuck with you like that, man. I just I'm look at, I look at what he, prison aside, which he did two in Leavenworth in a real prison. Not right. no bullshit club fed prison. Right. He did two in a real prison. Uh, putting that aside, I just look at his actions when you come back out. Right. And I can only judge you by what I see. 
juxtapose that with Greg Hardy's actions now. Yeah. Come on now. So I just look at I just look at your actions. His actions seem legitimate. He's done a lot of things as far as working with right. the Andy would know more about this than than us. Working with the ASPCA, working with dog people, working with dog shelters. He seems to have turned a corner on it. Um, prison is supposed to be about prison is supposed to be your apology. Right. You go to you serve your apology. So I did my apology. So why the fuck are you outside the stadium with a sign right. <laughs> waving it around? Well, there was this weird thing too. Like I don't know a year or two ago, where he had I think he Instagrammed a picture and like from his house, and someone spotted like in the background. Uh, a box of like milk bones or something. Mm. They were like, "Does Michael Vick have a dog? Is he gonna <laughs> kill it? Is he gonna? Kill it? Should he be a lot like murderers get out of jail and get married? Right? People oh, who now. killed their wife get remarried. Yeah. Right. That was always funny to me too because it was like. Okay, he has a dog. Do y'all really think he's gonna start a dog fighting ring? Like, do you yeah, feel like yeah. it's a it's a problem like a drug addiction where like he can't <laughs> he can't help himself? Like that's the problem. He's gonna be walking his dog down the street, see another dog, and be like, "Yo, I gotta fight these dogs, man." Also, <laughs> dog. If you fight dogs, you don't give them treats. No, those, no, those two you things don't. don't happen together. <laughs> yeah, no, you might punch him in the face and cut him, but you're not gonna do that. And I think for a lot of people. <laughs> You talking about the extremes. They go to the other extreme because they see racism behind it, too. So they go, well, fuck you. You're being goddamn racist because there's other people that have been convicted of crimes in the NFL that have came back. And every time they go out there and play, I don't see you fuckers bringing it up. And that's the problem that I have with it. Yeah, that's America. Well, some of it is. I mean, we live in America. You can't really take that out. That's going to be there. But at this point, that's just a given. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yeah, at least 20% of those people over there. So if there's 10, two of y'all over there just because he's black. That's the only reason you're here. (laughs) Right. You know, but I mean, there's not any racism when it comes to Greg Hardy. He seems to be... Right. You would think he'd be primed if you have racist shit thrown at him. I don't see that happening. He's not (laughs) as famous as... He's not a quarterback. They have a different... black, Black quarterbacks stand up also uh vic was like this and this has gotten white whitewashed with time but vic was actively being an asshole before he uh yes he got, was like then he was flipping off people in the crowds he gave that speech once you get humbled by going to the penitentiary, right? <laughs> your attitude will change a little bit yeah i'm just saying will. like people I'm, I'm saying going back to that time there were people that didn't like him for reasons that were before the dog fighting shit and then this was the thing that was like oh got him like yeah i don't ever 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 have to like him or pretend to like him for the rest of my life now because he did something horrible and he was being a dick beforehand about it so that's how they got i mean that's that was the end for him and i think when it comes to greg hardy he didn't spend any time in jail and this shit got dismissed well, you yeah. know, Greg Hardy got co- matter of fact. Hold on, let me introduce the shows and shit, and then we'll come, we'll, <laughs> we'll come right back to this. Cause okay, the Greg Hardy shit is uh, uh, there's something that I did want to talk about. Bullshit, but go ahead, yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. First of all, uh, make sure you guys check out Three Guys On. Uh, spelled that right. Three Guys On. No, no, no shortcuts. Uh, on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, uh, it's a great podcast. We mention them all the time on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they've been guests on here many times. Um. 
you know tim miller lives of course uh, <laughs> lives know. <laughs> uh but whether it's uh sock puppets filling in or if it's just uh you know the, the the regular crew man it's always a great show and uh you all should be listening and uh follow them on twitter uh andy klein 74 uh and then uh the real talk for you is randolph's twitter and then three guys on spelled out uh is uh the the show twitter and uh make sure you guys leave five star reviews and all that stuff because it's a really great show and many many people thank us for introducing them to that show uh whatever they write in for us like oh my god i found so many shows through y'all and they and they're one of those shows that uh always gets uh mentioned because people enjoy them so much so make sure you guys keep checking them out um also this is the blackout tips itunes stitcher five star reviews we love those we read those um and uh make sure you guys handle uh help out our sponsors we got three of them today first of all this episode is brought to you by shadow dog productions we have an album it's called the best of riding karen you can find it on itunes uh you can also find it on spotify if you want to get it if you want to just sample a little bit before um uh purchasing uh it's basically comedy audio plays where karen and i play different characters and uh have a lot of fun um and uh my man uh dexter puts it all together with a cast and crew of professional actors and uh we uh we hopefully make you laugh a lot of people have listened and left us reviews on itunes because they enjoyed it Mm -hmm. uh that's dope if you do leave a review let them know that uh you know we sent you there because it helps out the show the show is also brought to you by bevel uh this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today use code tbgwt and you can get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com and then of course we have a sexier sponsor so let me find some sexy music oh what do we have here ray j featuring little wayne oh shit shout out to love and hip-hop hollywood Ray J's got a new song out? Yep. Ray J came out with his annual song. I would never have known this if I wasn't on this podcast this morning. That's why you need to listen to Love and And I never needed to know that. Mmm. <laughs> so sensual. <laughs> is, he, is he talking about how he wants Kim back still? What is he talking about? I don't even know what that nigga's talking about. But he got Lil Wayne on it. He was so happy to have Lil Wayne in that video on Love and Hip Hop. Oh, he was so happy. It's like Jesus. he, it's like he didn't think Lil Wayne was gonna show up, and he, he did. He probably <laughs> did. He was like, oh shit, he made it, y'all. He was up in there smiling. Anyway, let me ask you a question: Are you getting enough? Well, I bet you love to get more adamandeve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts first you get a sexy surprise for her secondly you get a specially selected toy for him and third a little something that y'all both can enjoy plus you get six full length adult movies on dvd and number 10 you get free shipping on your entire order so what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts it's not hard go to adamandeve.com select any one item it could be uh Kim Kardashian's sex tape with Ray J. It could ah. be uh, Adventure's new toy, such as the Kim Kardashian uh glory hole or whatever they got out there. You know, oh my. I'm sure they got something, uh <laughs> some sort of sex thing you put your dick in. Uh or a sexy piece of Kim Kardashian lingerie or anything else you desire. Just enter offer code TBGWT at checkout and you get all ten free gifts, including free shipping. 
um when you're in an overcoat tbgwt at checkout at adamandeve.com play me out Lil wayne for your love girl your body like face i got some cocaine on the mirror you can party your face i told her take her pennies off she said what are those about to play up in that sugar like the sugar bowl oh and you must be used to me spending and all of that sweet wine and mm. don't that make you want to make sweet sweet love to a woman Every time I hear Little Wayne, for some reason, I smell bad breath. I don't understand <laughs> how or why that happens. Him and the Yin Yang Twins. Now, I don't know why this keeps happening, but it happens. Um, Now, back to Greg Hardy. <laughs> I don't know if people uh, realize everything that he did that was crazy that this was week. Just fucked up. Um, now, on Balls Deep, we actually played the 911 calls from all four people that called 911 on him and uh there was a lot of unintentional comedy in there sure uh there was one dude my favorite two one there was a woman who was obviously black who saw the incident in his apartment went downstairs and called not told a a neighbor to call 911 and the neighbor was this dude who did not want to get involved right like his whole thing was like fuck that's a big nigga, and he lives. Oh, right I was about to say, Greg Hardy's a monster. Yeah, <laughs> I play basketball against him, man. That's a big yeah. motherfucker, dog. He's a monster, right? I'm yes, sure. yes, man. He he was selfish and kind of like he was played kind of dumb. Like he did a whole lot of like big man trying to cross over and drive to the hole moves and shit. Yeah, yeah. And you <laughs> didn't say shit about it, did you? Oh no, I did. I mean, he talked. I locked him up on some real shit <laughs> like i mean i'm big but you know i got good feet working hands so he was <laughs> he was surprised I was like just sitting, i was just sitting clap for him like that's that's a good crossover baby that's that's good that's, hey that's good. he was surprised like a motherfucker dog after the game he was like hey man you uh you got some good moves man you play anywhere i was like no <laughs> like just, did he show up with face paint on dude, <laughs> that motherfucker was lowering his show about what it wasn't me he was lowering his shoulder in the dudes and leveling them and then laying it up, man. It was so <laughs> fucked up, man. I just I would just move out the way a little bit and bump him before he got me. Um but anyway, so um but yeah, I knew he was crazy then. Um <clears throat> so the favorite 911 call is uh I mean, second favorite is the black girl who went downstairs, made a dude call 911 and then he was trying to like yada yada it like well you know i think it's like a disturbance or something i don't know something upstairs yeah, and she was in the background yes and i remember that he had to basically give her the phone because she was like no he put his hands on her no that is not right she was talking all in the background <laughs> he's like yeah she's saying something man i i, I mean something's going they, i think you guys need to get here uh you know just give me the phone give me the phone i'm like damn he and then the second dude, the second dude was my favorite. Cause you know, this is, you know, Greg Hardy got money. These are some pretty nice lofts that he was staying in. Mm-hmm. The second dude is a dude that called from like a pay phone the next day. And he just like, he didn't want no information involved. He was, nope. he was just like, listen, uh, I stay in around Greg Hardy and <laughs> in the general vicinity. I stay in that area and uh an incident happened yesterday and i'm like sir can we just get your name maybe we can come over interview "Mm -hmm." i would prefer not to be interviewed Mm -hmm. uh just being a good samaritan (laughs) he he snitched like a motherfucker he was my favorite dog he just didn't want no problems Mm -hmm. because like i said he's a big ass nigga anyway (laughs) he was accused of throwing his girlfriend on a pile of guns um he's also uh he got convicted of this now this is before 
the ray rice domestic violence situation mm-hmm. which changed yeah. the, changed the landscape and yeah. so once that happened retroactively people started looking for people to punish and greg hardy was one of the people people that basically went unpunished at the time for his domestic violence he was actually playing games uh when this came up and uh jerry what's what's our owners what's the owners here now karen jerry something jones nah no, jerry no. jones is dallas mm-hmm. oh okay in, in oh, the charlotte jerry? another yeah. rich jerry yeah this is jerry uh Richards. jerry richardson mm-hmm. jerry richardson okay. in, in charlotte in uh for the for carolina right he was on he was on carolina at the time jerry richardson prides himself on not dealing with players who get in trouble right that's why we didn't do michael vick that's why some big players that came out that we could have got as free agents and he publicly came out was like we ain't getting them niggas right that's his whole thing isn't he the guy that didn't want cam to get tattoos right he's that guy right and i think uh, what was it years ago the dude that got in trouble for like shooting his girlfriend it was right i think that broke him and ever since then it was like fuck it we are not dealing with that here right so well, tattoos do translate to shooting your woman so mm-hmm, that's true that's 100 <laughs> right uh 100 correlation uh so he uh one of the tattoos is him shooting his girlfriend that's, <laughs> that's, that's how he should have known um so uh he um so so jerry jones was letting i mean jerry richardson was letting this guy play and then he gets called out on it by the media you know which is hilarious in a way because it's such retroactive bullshit like they didn't care and he didn't care and then ray rice happened and then they start being like hey yeah what about that it's like you motherfuckers were covering him every week and didn't ask about this shit Mm-mm. <clears throat> but okay so they asked him at this banquet and jerry starts crying yeah he was so emotionally overcome i think with guilt and just feeling embarrassed like that he, he should have did it he should have originally went ahead and called it out now that was on like a tuesday mm-hmm sunday always tuesday isn't it right <laughs> tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> on a tuesday always seems to be tuesday so then um that was at the charity event tuesday so then sunday comes yeah and it's sh- like week three of the nfl right. season or week two he out there stretching and warming up and shit greg hardy is stretching on the field and the coach comes to him and says hey man uh we gotta take you out the field man we can't let you play now did the coach did the coach still uh, what they call that dude, a riverboat gambler, or whatever yeah. they call him? Riverboat Ron. Did he actually want to keep him, or was he like, I got to get rid of this guy? Earlier in the week, they sounded like it was not going to be a problem. They were going to go through the process. But remember, yeah. that that's when shit was ramping up more and more with the Ray Rice situation. Right. Yeah. And they basically said, uh, let's just take him off the field, and we'll Because we don't want them problems. Yeah, we'll play it by ear. Because I think they thought we would have the process. He would go get suspended for four games or whatever, and then he would be allowed back on the field. Well, that was when the commissioner decided everybody's off the field until their trial is over. Mm-hmm. So he tried so to, this like— this was an owner decision then, basically. Right, which okay. supposedly came down from the NFL, though. Like, they got, quote-unquote, advised by the NFL to take him off the field. But it was, well, but it sounded was like what you guys are saying about the owner, and that's not true. Right. The owner was just, which, if I'm the owner, just, just say that. Look, I own this team, and I don't want this guy playing. Right. <laughs> and, and, and I do believe it's ultimately up to the owners because if, look at the 49ers. They, they had everybody's back. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, uh, he only beaten right two women. 
so yeah, yeah. what's the yeah. problem i don't know why y'all saying Raven donald needs to get off the field but uh until he the stops police, that, yeah to police rest him on the field he gonna play right yeah <laughs> that's how they have like their teams in practice like all right dui team yeah all right here now to get out on this field uh <laughs> watch my drink <laughs> let's, let's use our uh, all right abuse drill let's do the abuse drill everybody get together um there's a lot of motions like this right here Just... <laughs> <laughs> all they all signs from the quarter uh from the coach to the quarterback are our hand like abuse <laughs> oh okay so we running choking three choking three y'all oh, lord everybody getting choking three um so he uh so so he basically called him out the field and he didn't play another game the rest of the season because uh he had to wait for his trial to be over they paid and him too. there's a rumor allegedly he paid the victim to not show up at the trial the second trial oh, you so, and i talked about that right uh, amongst ourselves i fully first of all i fully believe that right me too uh, of course of course he did right uh uh secondly i mean i think you and i said should she be forced to mm-hmm. testify? I'm not a. Uh, it's tough because I'm not a fan of forcing somebody to do something like that. Right. But on the other side, you're talking about public safety. Right. Because he's going to do this to another woman. It's not a not a question. Yeah, th- th- that <laughs> that Randolph in the fact that let's just keep it real. Just the way society and everybody treats women, it was like I can either take this money and go on by my business. Or yeah. I can go through this process, get my name scrutinized, get dragged through the mud, have everybody talking about me, be a national story. And yeah. for a lot of women, it's like, it's not fucking worth it. Have everybody has to have a hashtag about you. They posting shit about you on Instagram. It's like, yeah. for a lot of women, what? they will opt out of that. Yeah. I just had a back and forth with a guy on Twitter, uh, right before the blocking, um, <laughs> where, <laughs> He was he was basically saying that nonsense. I was like, read the you know Greg. Well, Greg Hardy's not dead. He deserves to play. He's not guilty. I was like, no, he did it. I yes, mean, he, he was did. found guilty. Uh, they just he she didn't show up for the second trial. Well, they didn't talk about the things that she, that she did to Greg. I was like, well, see, this is why she took the shut up money. Right. This, this is why right here because of guys like you. Now you get blocked. Right. That was, and that was, and I remember that conversation we had. And that was my point was, I think we should be able, we should be able to applaud people that do step forward. Yeah. Because we definitely, like, I, like, it's brave as fuck because your name's going to be out there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we, we've seen the way people attack people for yeah. coming forward. Right. So I was like, you know, I, while I do understand being like, look, I can just get, say, $50,000, walk away from this, live in anonymity and yeah. you know I, I can understand the impetus to take the money too and i would never shame somebody for doing it yeah. but i would just applaud the people that are brave enough or at least uh you know in a position where they can fight it um yeah. and i understood yeah. both sides of you know it's just a public safety thing right because he's gonna do it again now the right. thing well, is with right a guy right. like him the next woman dating him already knows so it's not like you yeah. know what i'm saying like for this it's not like uh, a guy working at uh, Safeway and shit like some like the next woman that fucks with him already knows he has this history she just either yeah. doesn't care or she thinks he's over it but one way or the oh, other yeah, he's over it. you know what I'm saying? that also you know calls into question the motivations of the people who defend them because right. the next time this happens everyone's just gonna say 
She well, said, she knew what he does. Exactly. Right. Like, blaming her anyway so yep, you know, right. they don't really care about him well it's always mm-hmm. it's always the woman's fault like of course you know it's like i was I, when uh the derrick rose rape stuff was coming up yeah. and um you know his defense is like hey man uh it was 12 of us that fucked that girl uh which you know i'm not <laughs> saying i'm not saying that those that never happens i'm sure it does but at the same time as way as defenses go it's 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 kind of a, a a hard sell or whatever you know what i mean because if she's saying no i did not consent to 12 people fucking me and your thing is like of course she did it's it's a very wide gap between the, the middle ground there right right um yeah. so but but the point being guys were like as soon as she accused him well why is she going to civil court she obviously he didn't do it well if she if he did it then well she wouldn't uh did this she wouldn't have done that and i was like okay cool but you do realize there's never been a scenario where a woman's come forward and we just believed her right like, we, like there's always like there's just never there's a, always questioning there's always what did you do and what right. did you wear what did you have on and also she gotta be famous for us to be like and even then, oh okay because if not the default is um why why would he have to rape her or something like you know what i mean like those right. weird loaded okay okay so if she's famous she's supposed to be raped because she's famous no then? if she's famous i'm saying then you got people that are like oh well someone might have to rape a famous woman or well she's famous enough yeah. that i don't think she would need the money or something you know? i'm always i'm always gonna ask questions right because he's famous right but in this case with greg hardy i mean you there's police reports. Right. There's, there's doctors. There's doctors. Yeah. There's a guilty plea. Right. And, and people there's, don't there's, care. There's reports. There's neighbors calling. There, there's right. guns. She right. was yeah. beat up. I mean, it's yeah. not, you can't not see it. So unless you choose not to, and that's right. basically what Jerry, look, Jerry Jones don't care. Right. He doesn't care. Right. You and, know, and it's tough because my wife is a Dallas fan. Mm-hmm. You know, we have fans. We have fans of comedy up here. Young lady named Noelle is from Dallas. I told her the same thing. I said, "What are you? What are you going to do with this information now?" Right. You still root for your team because he's going out today. He's yep. going on the field today, and you know he's going to get some sex. Yeah. So what? What do you do? Yep. Um, uh, what do you do? Jerry her- Jones's daughter trots her ass in front of the screen and says, "Oh, we're about second chances here. Really, you want to date him?" Right. Right. <laughs> right. Come on sure now. <laughs> that was a great point karen what were you gonna say no and okay. i and i think that also for a lot of women when we were talking about like taking the money for some women that is a form of justice because you for some women they go well i will never get the justice in court so i'm gonna get the justice through your pocketbook right yeah i, I think and then also you know because of whatever your financial situation is like uh, it's like the bill Cosby shit where some women were like yo i took the money because i wasn't in a position to not take money like it was it was like I could not eat and try to get justice that I knew wasn't coming in courtroom, or I could take this payout and yeah. try to move on with my life. And I think there's no real appreciation for that. And a lot of that's because of media and the way we consume it. Like, you know, we watch CSI and there's seven rapes every week, and then everybody's out for justice and shit like that. So, yeah. you know, we don't really have a true understanding of what it would feel like to have that quandary in our own lives you know Mm -hmm. um all right so uh greg hardy now that he's officially back he got interviewed (laughs) and uh uh, he had some things to say uh they asked him about his thoughts on playing against tom brady and how he feels about the domestic violence situation that happened uh and what he's learned over the past year 
on what he's learned throughout the whole situation i'm a really good pass rusher when i put my mind to it i had a good offseason and a good camp on whether or not he feels any remorse for what happened i'm sorry i couldn't be here for my teammates the worst feeling (laughs) is not being there for someone you care about or someone who needs you he reiterated that all his focus is on getting sacks and tackles for losses somebody should have asked him immediately did you hear the question i asked you right <laughs> um, what? Also, hitting your girlfriend is kind of not being there for someone <laughs> right. that you care about right like well she's no longer his teammate that's an excellent oh, okay. so, ah! <laughs> uh you, what he's learned as a man you should probably eat before you go to practice with tyron smith who's a cowboys tackle that's been my most valuable lesson as a man here mm on tom brady i love seeing tom brady have you seen his wife hope she comes to the game i hope her sister comes to the game so he can uh oh beat her too i don't know I don't they know. better come to the game <laughs> <laughs> i've already threatened him with my guns and finally when asked if he would speak out against domestic violence or help at a local shelter all he had to say was he's sticking to the game plan and, and he and, also said he was going to start this season and this is not a joke guns blazing you're gonna come out guns blazing oh. now that's specific because one of the details of the domestic violence is he slammed his girl ex-girlfriend on a pile of guns yeah that, uh, that at, at that point that to me is the least of things in the, in the interview right <laughs> that to me is, I, I don't even that's like ugh. just in the whole totality of the interview that's kind of the least of like yeah hey let's go back to this thing about what you learned let's 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 go back to that and tell me that again <laughs> yeah he uh he learned you gotta eat breakfast bro before you fuck with there tyron you go. Right. explain and, that to me again yeah i guess to me the most frustrating part and this is how you know that the owner of the cowboys ain't shit because nobody set his ass down and gave him any form of media training but like this is what you say this is what you do yada 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 right they just sent his ass out there and just let him and defended the bullshit but this is also from an owner who was caught with you know bitches everywhere and right. you know sucking the dick on camera and shit like that so what can you expect from an owner like that yeah you yeah, jerry jones don't care and the jerry jones is a rich ass old white man yeah but you know That's- what though or, I mean, what, as you a, don't give a fuck. What you as, gonna do to him? As a business, though, as an right, organization, business. it would have just, it wouldn't have taken them long to just sit him down and be like, listen, man, you're gonna you get asked. You probably him. stop wherever you're going with that. Right. Stop. The California are never going to not make money. We don't oh, know no, no, no. I'm not even talking about the money. money. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. That's why he doesn't care because there's no impact to the Cowboys organization. Uh, but there, there, yeah, there, is, there is, there is impact. Is. Right, there is, there, there is. There is impact. When yes. players get suspended, there's an impact to that. When players get fined. Well, if, players... if he gets suspended, but yeah. as far as him just, him just running his mouth. Yeah. People, I, are, people are not, are not gonna not go to Cowboys games. People are gonna not, not buy the gear. People are gonna not, they're but, going to do it. And the, right. the, 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 and I guess because he's at a position where he doesn't give a fuck, but he will give a fuck when women start actually coming out and protesting and saying shit and be like hey dog uh you don't need to go to the game like people it's pe- not gonna happen but the, but but the thing is women do watch the sports and that's the thing that, 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 that makes you, me mad it's not going to happen women yeah, still go to jets games yes they do and i'm not saying they <laughs> don't but the thing the problem that i have is that 
it's almost like minorities it's like everybody go well this is the way it is so when they speak out nothing's gonna motherfucking change but you also have to say something for things to change also you can't be like well fuck it i'm a woman you know yeah they be bitches i support the game i'm not gonna say shit because i'm still gonna give them my money and that's the problem that i had and i guess for me looking at it from a woman's perspective people act like women just gonna sit back and not say a motherfucking thing but there are women talking and speaking out it's a small minority so yes they might get washed underneath the bridge but they they are they are mad and they're upset about people getting raped and and not being charged they're upset about people women getting beat up and not being charged they're mad about this but everybody ignore these women yes they still love and support the game it does not mean that i um i guess from a woman's perspective i can watch this game and still judge the what's happened i can still because the thing is i think for me as a woman the nfl wants my motherfucking money and i tell you why you got purses you got pocketbooks you got you and years ago when you used to buy um what you call those sweatshirts all of them used to be big you toned them down for women you want my motherfucking money this month everything is pink for fucking breast cancer so you want my goddamn money so you're gonna have to deal with my opinion and that's the problem that i have with this yeah they it's, it's, let's pass that collection hat for uh karen <laughs> preaching let's pass the pass the plate around the church <laughs> yeah that's the church say amen <laughs> listen i agree with you i mean, I mean and i'm not fussing at you randolph i'm sorry it's just frustrating watching it come on now i agree with you i agree with everything you said but for every one of you there are five women who don't care just they can't care there are more women than men Okay. Right, right, so right. If, this, if this if if this was going to stop, it would stop. Well, I don't. Here's the, here's the thing. Let me let me interject for a second. I do. I think just like the Ray Rice shit, the consequences are unforeseen sometimes. So I don't know that we'll see whatever the thing is in the bottom line of the Cowboys' pockets. You know what I mean? But I do think that you can have unforeseen consequences where the NFL's like. Oh, okay. Well, this dude is, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be a little bit more harsh towards this dude if he fucks up again. Or, you know what I mean? Um, if he fucks up again, he's gone. Don't even, don't right, even, right. They, they just won't deal with him no more. But Raymond, like is, even Raymond, Jerry Jones's brand is so strong. The Cowboys brand is so strong that he doesn't care and he's not going to care. The NFL truly doesn't care about women's domestic violence. They, you know, they put right. some screen ads out of some athlete, Chris Carter crying. They don't ultimate Chris Carter cares. Ultimately, the NFL doesn't care. You know who else didn't care? The NFL ca- is making billions of dollars. You know who else didn't care, though? The 49ers. No. Right. No. But look what happened to them. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, now, like teams like because the, they're a shit organization. But, but but why are they a shit organization, though? You got Alden well, Smith trickles, who's it off the team. down from the top. You know? Right. The, but that's my point is. While it might not be like a subsequent, like the NFL is going to come in and suspend Greg Hardy for one game for his comments. I don't think that'll happen, but it's a, it's a, it's a leadership thing. If you don't give a fuck, it'll trickle down and it shows in shit like this. You didn't even tell this motherfucker like, yo, this is not a good answer. Like just say no comment if you're going to say some stupid shit. Cause well, now, now right, he won't be available to the press anymore. Right. So well, he don't, we, we don't know. That could have been the, they could have coached him. Like we don't know right. what he would have said before <laughs> oh, Lord. Like, that could have been the best version of his answer that he could have given 
<laughs> you think the first answer was like, I've eaten nothing in these bitches. When I get on, I'ma pull out. He come out there crip walking and shit. Yeah. But, um, I do think like the consequences are like, as when you don't care from the top down, it does fuck up your organization. I think the 49ers are a testament to that because they didn't care. They didn't care about Ray McDonald. They didn't care about Alden Smith. They just wanted those guys on the field. And you ended an uh, offseason where you got motherfuckers retiring at 25, people going to jail, people getting a third DUI, people going yeah, to other I teams. Think, like I think with I think with the with the uh, Niners, it's a it's a conflux of a bunch of things coming together at one time. Yeah. To me, the huge one was the not so much the rape one, but the the guy retiring at 25 mm. in conjunction with the concussion protocols that are going on now, stuff like that. That's a bad, bad, bad look for the NFL. I agree, right? I, but I think also, so, also though, you lost two of your best players: one to domestic violence, and one to DUIs, and another one has an assault case. Like it, it yeah, did add not, it, it added up when they didn't give a fuck about. Hold on, hold on, Randolph. Yeah. It added up when they didn't give a fuck about the first guy yeah that's when it adds up like it's not like i think like we'll be looking back and if say the cowboy season falls apart like it always does right (laughs) doesn't it always but when it falls apart if it falls apart on a level where we're like yo this dude got in trouble and that guy got in trouble we will be like yo jerry jones this is why jerry jones can't win honestly that really doesn't happen with the cowboys much anymore their stars don't really get in a des yeah, Des Scandrick. really don't get into things. I don't Tony know. Scandrick is a calm guy. Uh, their tight end is a calmish guy. Their linebackers seem to be just football players. They had the they had the one incident with the guy uh, drinking and mm-hmm. driving. Yeah, and then they had the killing. Killing. You mean the one where he killed his teammate? That yeah. one. And so he was they had on the that. And. Um, they had the they had deaths, but the deaths incident was kind of it was just one of these kind of uh, type in, incidents. The mama slapping incident, or the yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was just kind of everybody was just kind of what do we you know? What, See, I feel like those know? things are all added up, and those are all put, things that put five guys on that team fucking up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but I feel like those things all add up, and those are the things that lead to you being like, I'll take a chance on this Greg Hardy dude. Yeah, like, no, like that's Jerry, the shit Jerry that adds was, up. Jerry is desperate to win now. Exactly, and he so, and it, and I don't think you win this way. We'll see what if, happens. Yeah, but if he starts going down this road, uh, it's gonna be. I still don't think that the the brand of the Cowboys is so strong. Yeah, and you know? that's cool, and, and, but I don't think they're gonna win like this. The same thing happened when they fi- signed that dude. Take same not thing happened anyway. They're not gonna win anyway because their their offense is in a shambles. Yeah, well, yep. those guys will get healthy by the end of the season. But the same thing happened when they signed that tank dude from uh, Chicago, where he, tank Johnson. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. this is this is like kind of what they do. But I think it's a reason that we look back on the Cowboys and be like, this is why they never win. Like they, yeah, like yeah, they yeah, have yeah. the pal- talent, they have the money, but they don't have any fucking discipline. No, and that comes from Jerry Jones down. That, yeah, that's, that's why I I, I just don't want to. As a matter of fact, I'll go one better. I would, I guarantee you wouldn't hear a Patriots player say some shit like this. Guarantee it. He'd be off the team. My, my motherfucking Randy Moss complained about like the size of the biscuits on the plane and that nigga was gone next week. No. And that's Randy Moss. You look at what the Steelers, the way the Steelers run their organization, the way, uh, the Patriots run their organization. Yeah, no. Right. But 
Jerry Jones is a he's a nut job. It's, he's just a rich nut job, and he runs his organization fast and loose, and it hasn't bitten him in the ass yet. Well, and I yeah. think that all this progress always takes too long for the victims of the situations. But correct, there are fewer owners like Jerry Jones now than there were like 20 years ago. Agreed. And so at some point, it's a tipping point. So like Greg Hardy, that stuff has happened a lot, but the person hasn't been so publicly outed and shamed. Until and, Greg right. Hardy, you know, because of Ray Rice. So maybe at some point, also, it doesn't even just come from top down. I think it comes bottom up. I think a lot of these things start happening in high school and college. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, yeah, yeah. and a lot of yeah. people, it's just so, it's just part of the culture. Like, oh, yeah, he, he hit his girl. He's going to be gone for a few weeks. And they don't really think much of it. And, and you could also throw out this side of it. Jerry Jones is so rich, the only thing he does care about is winning the Super Bowl. Right. Yes. So it's yep. like, like every year that he sabotages himself with this stupid shit, it does hurt him in a way that making a whole lot of money, I'm sure, offsets to a huge degree. But right, the, he's uh, the, he about to die, and the only thing he want to do better. is win. It's not that he wants to win a Super Bowl; he wants to win a Super Bowl his, his way. way. Yes, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yes. that's that's what it is because right. it was it was not his way on those three Super Bowls that they won, and he just couldn't be satisfied enough. Like my man. Or my my lady, Ari B says he's a megalomaniac and he has to do it his, his way. way. I agree. And he he doesn't have this type of knowledge. He can't be satisfied with just letting his team win. No, I have to prove that I'm the one. Man, get the fuck out of here, dog. He if he could figure out a way to to be on that sidelines, incredibly coach the team, he'd be the coach right now. Yep. Of course, Karen. What were you gonna say? <laughs> no, I was gonna say to an extent. I look at the Greg Harding thing. A hardy thing, mm-hmm. the same way I look at racism. It's one of those things where when you look at it, black people have complained about racism a whole lot and you have the majority of people that go, well, ain't shit gonna change. Right. But black, but you still get mad, you still get upset, you still fuss, you still go out there and do some things and things change, but it's a slow process. And I think with him, things are gonna change. It's going to be a slow process. Eventually, they're going to start smacking larger because it's in the veil, and they want people to be happy. They're going to start doing something to make people change. Now, he might be to the point where he like, fuck it. You know, what you going to do to me? But at the end well, of the day, he wants to win. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Karen, but here's how it changes. You want racism to change? All white people need to die. Mm, okay. You want the Cowboys to change? Now, how about, now what, Jerry go Jones the, is gone. Can you go into detail on this all the white people die plan? Old white people. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh old no, white. Not, okay. So not all of them. Not all. Okay. Oh, old. Okay. okay. What's the age? What's the age? Oprah was saying, and I agree with. They gotta. They gotta just start to go. That's what, the what's only the, way. What's the age cutoff for you, Randall? The only way. Uh, the age cutoff is is anybody who remembers a time where there was uh, separate water fountains. Mm. If you ever drink, drink out of a separate water fountain, you gotta go, baby. You okay. you gotta <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Alright. I can get with this. <laughs> gotta check you out of this game here. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta see you your walking papers. So 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 Bernie Bernie Sanders is gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well no because Bernie was you know, he was against the water fountain. I'll just fucking with you. I'll just fucking with you. <laughs> Are you, uh, you sure he was against the water fountains? Yeah, he would begrudgingly drink that water. He wasn't happy about yeah. it. <laughs> he would sometimes drink out the black fountain to prove a point. <laughs> so but, um, until Jerry Jones is gone from the Cowboys, and then you have to hope that his son doesn't pick up the mantle. Maybe his son has some sense. I don't see it happening, but 
you hope he does i doubt it i do think i do think it's odd that and this is something i've always said about the nfl's domestic violence policy even when the ray rice shit was happening and it wasn't popular to say at the time but i feel like uh i'm being proven right over the years now um it's always been a pr thing Mm -hmm. and if they were interested in like actually intervening in domestic violence situations they would have to send these dudes to some type of training man they would they would force these guys to do community service and shit not that you can ever really make somebody change their mind but you can teach them to say the right shit and you can teach them what what'll get them in more trouble and make it an arduous thing um but the problem with domestic violence shit is that it's not a thought-out crime like people treat it like it's uh like you know like like when you do a premeditated murder right when you sit around the planet a lot of these domestic violence things are simply like a way of life for these guys they putting their hands on women because that's what they do and they're not thinking oh no i'm gonna get like the idea of getting banned four games is the last thing on their fucking mind you know what i mean it's a rage and control and a jealousy issue so i I don't know that we'll ever have a, a world or sport where the shit doesn't happen but i do think you'll have i do think it's possible to have a sport where you uh punish the people to the point where you're trying to re-educate and uh and make and make them conform as opposed to just being like hey guys is four games enough uh what about six what what, a 12 i don't know yeah like that's how all their punishments feel like what what, what'll make this go away guys you know and and that and it doesn't really work um and also there's 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 people talking now that a lot of these uh these players who have this rage there's speculation that it's coming from all the head injuries right and so if if that's they really don't want to go down that path then right. like, well, your sport is creating domestic violence situations because people who weren't really uh, you know problematic before suddenly after a couple of years playing football become these monsters and their wives or girlfriends don't recognize them anymore. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Say, well, that's the sport they play. You can't, you literally, you can't change football to the point. So the NFL doesn't want to go that far down. They're just going to say, let's just say the right thing, suspend you for however many games it takes for people to be okay with it. Yep. But we're not going to indict the sport as part of the cause. Yeah. Because then you can't have football anymore. And at the end of the day, most people don't really care, man. Like, I drafted Adrian Peterson number one overall. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. knew the the anger from not well, being two, able to play. I have two things about the Ray Rice one. Mm-hmm. I just listened to the things that Ray Rice has been saying. Uh, I've I said from the get go with Ray with Ray and his and his, what is her name? Karen? What's her name? Janae Rice. Janae Rice. Janae. Okay. Ray and Janae. Oh, that shit rhymes. Nice. Mm-hmm. With, with Ray and Janae. That to me, I've said it. I said it then, and I say it again. That was a normal Tuesday night for them. Mm. That just was a normal way that they handle business. It's not right. That's what you when when I say that. You're, you're condoning it. No, I'm not. Mm. That's not how you're supposed to interact with another human being. Right. <laughs> From the male or the female side, but that clearly was some shit that normally transpires between the two of them. But. Now that it's done, and he he seems to be saying all the right things. I don't know what's in this man's heart. I can only go by what I see and what you say. Juxtapose that with what the fuck Greg Hardy just said. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Well, the difference is Greg Hardy knows he can go out and still perform, and Ray Rice, yeah. and we know that yeah. Ray Rice probably can't. And that could, and that's could the, be that could be. But again, it's not for me to just automatically that the only reason you're saying this is because you want to get a job no he could be it's the same thing with michael vick and the dogs 
Yeah. You know. So Well, well hold on. I'm Ray, I'm not like, saying I'm that's okay with I'm okay with what Ray Rice is, has done now moving forward. I'm okay with with Jamel Hill talking to him. Um we we and by we I mean us and you need to get him on our podcast and talk to him. That mm-hmm. would be nice. <laughs> you know. Mhm. Well, I I'm okay with Ray Rice with with um Adrian Peterson, I'm from Texas. You're from the South. You know mm-hmm. what what corporal discipline looks like down South. Mm-hmm. It looks like that. Again, it's not right. I don't do it. Right. You wouldn't do it to your kids. It's not right, but we know what it is. Well, his kid, his kid was... we, can, we can discuss that and we can try to move him forward. Greg Hardy ain't even thinking about moving forward because Greg Hardy mm-hmm. don't think he did anything wrong. Yeah, his kid, Adrian Peterson's kid was mad young. Um and yeah. now, and and they left like fucking cuts and shit on him and yep, his, the, yep. and and, and, and trust like and it, trust yeah that it, happened to Adrian Peterson it absolutely happened that's now. how it's supposed to be right and it's not and now he let's hope that now he knows right you got to break the cycle somewhere and that's where it's getting broken uh the thing I was saying about Ray Rice is not about whether or not I believe he's apologetic I I, I don't to me that's not really the point um the problem the thing i was saying is i don't think people believe he can play like oh, they yeah, just, yeah. Like, I, I believe that if too. he was if he was in he was Adrian peterson exactly he's playing right now exactly of course and that's what greg hardy knows and that's why it's such a slap in the face to people is because he's cut through all the bullshit and shit and basically been like yo i'm gonna be out here getting these sacks so it really don't fucking matter if i'm sorry so how about that yeah. and that's what people didn't want to hear uh speaking of which uh not being sorry in domestic violence uh matt barnes <laughs> matt barnes made the news last week and by the way you want to know how i know we ain't learned shit over the last year the initial coverage of this was all jokes mm-hmm. yeah i didn't yeah. see anyone taking this seriously off the mm-hmm. bat the first 24 hours of this shit was all like haha matt barnes drives 95 miles to beat up Derek Fisher at his ex-wife's house. And everybody thought it was funny. They used to be teammates. Hey, you don't go against the bro code, man. You fuck yeah, with another yeah. man's ex-wife, which I didn't know was part of the bro code because I Me mean, either. are they friends? Are, is that, is that a thing? Are ex, are ex-wives not allowed to move on? Is only, only, cause he was just on Instagram talk, trying to get at Rihanna. So like, is, right. is Matt Barnes allowed to move on, but she's not for some reason? And this will be, we talked about this on uh, tomorrow's uh, Three Guys On podcast. I, I was talking to Ray Sani, shout out also about it. I, yeah, it's, it's horrible. You can see the jokes at the same time as how horrific it is. Yeah. To me, the joke is not, but to me, the joke is how mad you got to be to drive 90 miles. Do you stay mad through the mm-hmm. whole 90 miles? Do you stay mad through the tolls? Do you stay mad for, through the pee break? Do you stay mad? Are you crazy? Just mad? You, did you put a diaper on so you wouldn't have to take a pee break? <laughs> you put a big, a big, uh, a big domestic violence, uh, domestic violence depends on. Did you do that? What? How did? I don't understand that level of. Usually when I'm driving for long periods of time, it cools me out. Right. <laughs> it cools me out. I don't understand how you stayed that mad. Yeah, I 90, feel ninety I, miles. <laughs> yes, a <laughs> lot I mean, of thinking. Like three hours in the car yeah i mean i definitely feel like the absurdity of it is worth laughing at you know yes. what i'm saying because your initial because we laugh at absurd shit all the time the initial response is like yo he's that insane. is so fucking crazy yeah. yes but yes. 
that would that would have been okay with me right but the jokes that i saw a lot of them branched off into this well see you got to do that sometimes because you shouldn't no. be dating no that's why you don't fuck with another man's woman but when it got to a point where it's like yo actually i don't think you guys realize what the fuck is happening right that's pretty much just domestic violence and i'm seeing sports writers men and women make jokes about it but you're the same person that wrote that greg hardy wasn't taking it serious you're the same person that said the nfl and roger goodell don't do enough but you're ready to laugh at the shit when it technically it is a domestic violence incident he went he spat on his wife's face not technical yeah (laughs) yeah not technical about it it is exactly so he spat in his wife's face he punched Derek fisher in front of his kids he had his kids call or text him to tell him when Derek fisher would be around so he could do this um yeah man it's really like it's actually not supposed to be something that we're joking about as at least especially not the people that are professionals that will be writing an article next week telling me how serious i need to take shit yeah yeah no i posted that article about that go ahead andy isn't she some kind of reality star or something she is Mm -hmm. gloria govine is part of basketball uh wives I think uh, people LA. were talking about it as though it was just like a funny subplot of a reality show. Yes. You know? Like it was just, oh, just more drama with her. You know, the same shit that happens on the show, which I'm sure, you know, I don't watch those shows, but I'm sure a lot of people get into fights mm-hmm. and there's a lot of shoving and yelling and all that shit. And it seemed like it was just almost like a plot point for her TV show. And yeah. so I don't think people really saw it as a real thing. Yeah, I, I think we have become desensitized to that kind of shit because like every reality show it's i I was telling justin yesterday it feels or friday that it feels like every scene of every reality show now has to end with the throw a drink in your face walk away (laughs) yeah well that that kind of got ratcheted up after i I put that on uh basketball wives yeah but it feels like at the level actually it might even go all the way back to flavor flaves where the level of the level of ratchetness started to ramp up yeah but it feels like you know how um but like it feels like that's just the way that the scene ends now every scene not not like not once in a while it's just like every scene ends with like and i'm gonna throw this drink in your face and walk off like you know <laughs> it's like it's like when people hold up their hand when they shoot a jumper and let you know that it's going in like that's right. how every scene ends and i think we have become desensitized to it because it's like oh this is just another day of reality tv where uh matt barnes threw a drink in this woman's face and you're like yo that's there's no cameras there there's no reason how do, how do all these people have drinks all the time yeah. <laughs> right just laying around it's, it seems like a reality show though you drove 90 miles right. mad yeah it went Again, the, in, in la so that's like two and a half three hours yeah with the traffic it seems like something that's written in a it don't seem like something that an ordinary motherfucker would do it right. went just like just you know? like when the woman the astronaut, the woman astronaut drove all in miles it doesn't seem like it seems like a script like no one would really do that it also <laughs> went went overboard on love and hip-hop last week where i actually saw somebody throw another person's drink in their face oh, <laughs> oh you took like, somebody else's drink i paid twenty dollars for that drink you better not splash right. it on somebody else <laughs> like i didn't even get to finish my drink and you threw it in my fucking face dog really um but yeah so the initial reports were the 95 miles and shit and he was on instagram apparently talking shit like you know bragging that he did it and all this shit um and then i guess he realized at some point that uh the the policy is out on that where uh you're not supposed to be doing domestic violence shit no more come on someone got in his ear so then he went on espn to explain what happened 
he said he had no intentions of driving to his ex's house to confront fisher he was actually going to check on his son that's a lie Barnes says that he got a text from his son who was home with his ex-wife and immediately his concern rose i'm like first of all why are you still up it's like 10 o'clock at night so i text back i love you and i miss you too then i facetimed him i'm just like hey what's up buddy Barnes went on to say that he knew something was wrong with with his normal rambunctious six-year-old wasn't acting as himself Mm -hmm. when i saw his face he was just sitting there and i knew something was wrong i was like what's wrong carter and he shook his head no then he lays his head down on the couch puts a pillow in front of his face and says mommy's friend Derek is here noting that he can see the look in his son's eyes nah i believe you told that baby to text you i don't care what nobody said yeah you was like this nigga show up in here text me right and this none of this shit was what he was saying on his you know like before it was just like mm-hmm. i whooped that nigga's ass when right. you were a woman right. barnes also wants to clear up the driving a half hour and a half rumors i can't believe people think i was some maniac driving 95 miles listening to tupac to go beat somebody up no i live 15 minutes away and i was going over to check on my kids because they seemed uncomfortable okay stop right there for a second yep that's an that's an easy lie to disprove right Right. because he was with other people exactly (laughs) so (laughs) that's that's not a hard lie to to disprove is we saw you in practice man also (laughs) it's it's a very abusive mind state to think that the real barometer is i didn't drive as far to do the acts that i did (laughs) 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 nah man it was like a half hour oh okay so that justifies the ass okay so you had to spin in the face and punch okay cool i only listened to like three tupac songs i was there (laughs) yeah i played hit them up three times i remember right uh i was going over to check on my kids that was the main reason for going over there on this relationship with fisher Barnes says they were once close friends but some things have happened to change that probably punching them in the face of course (laughs) now i think think matt barnes has a lot of former close friends though yeah 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 and yeah, go he's ahead. all by himself now. He's a loner. I, I mean, I don't think that most people like that guy. It doesn't right. seem like it. Yeah, he, he's been on several teams. The, the Hornets signed him here for a second and cut him immediately. Really? Um, fast? Yeah, the, just now. Like, this week, this offseason, he signed with the Hornets in huh. a trade when we traded Lance Stevenson over there, and they cut his ass, like, the next day. It was like, don't even We pack, don't want them problems. Yeah, don't pack we your don't shit, pack. bro. <laughs> just <laughs> take the money and leave. You can get off that plane you're fixing to get on, because we don't. <laughs> yeah, we good. Right back on. We actually good on light skin drama over here. It's, uh, we ah, all, we it's got, all we got, we got enough over here. Um, <laughs> now, my favorite part about this is I'm reading this article off of BallAlert.com, so we got to read the comments. Lady Josephine. Oh, don't do it. Yeah, I need you to hear this. <laughs> The, lol yeah okay trying to clean it up now that he realizes he's in big trouble all that bragging on instagram and didn't think about the fines he'll gain and the checks position he'll lose sugar bear says driving 95 miles to check on your kids and possibly whoop someone's ass because of your kids is not unreasonable i'm just saying <laughs> so she got his back <laughs> selena says yeah right matt les says at sugar bear no point did he mention his children being in danger so what was the need for the ass whooping their mama should have had fisher in the house uh after after they went to sleep but again i don't see the reason for the fight if he thought something was wrong why did he speak to, why didn't he speak to the mother yeah what happened to put your mama on the phone what happened to that yeah ah! yeah sugar bear says at la les i know i meant in general matt was bogus as hell for that i'm sure the mom probably said by the way this is one of my biggest pet peeves she no i was just talking about in general motherfucker we talking about a specific situation right now yeah you know in general don't apply because we have the details so just stop 
anyway matt was bogus as hell for that i'm sure the mom probably sent the kids to the bed and they they were probably mad so they texted dad and played him i'm sure they pretended to be asleep when they're at matt's house too it wouldn't have mattered if it was d fish or d nobody at the house the result would have been the same so he's getting played by a six-year-old yep yep i guess that's his excuse i don't think he's getting played i think Mm-mm. he told them boys to call him you know he did yeah. that's the only reason why he got to facetime and all that stuff to what, re- is a, what is a six-year-old child doing with an iphone anyway being rich right. I, don't even, <laughs> I don't even like my daughter to really hold my phone too long right Me either my niece 10 and she'd be like can i hold your phone nope you probably no. got because you ain't got no job to replace it. Nope. It's probably just a secret. No, I don't need you going on to my going on to my Instagram and looking at amazing asses fourteen. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> right. I'd be like, mm. she'd be like, can I pay on your phone? I'm like, nope. I got adult content on here. I, nope. <laughs> uh, hating ass Terrell Jones left a comment. It's my favorite comment. <laughs> hello daddy i'm sad. Uncle Derek is here and mommy's screaming at the top of her lungs. I think she's in trouble. Come quick was Derek I was Derek I'd whoop those kids ass for being in my business oh if I was Derek I'd whoop those kids ass for being in my business Adrian Peterson style oh they probably was mad you know he'd be hating they probably was mad Derek left their mother's mouth too gooey to read them a bedtime story oh next time (laughs) next time Derek's there he should make sure the headboard knocks up against the wall all night long to show them little niggas they don't run shit (laughs) i don't know what's up with hey jesus christ not enough hugs (laughs) he's mad at the world (laughs) not enough hugs dog that's funny so (laughs) everything he says is hating so luscious says laugh my ass off at terrell too gooey oh my god carlo says why the hell does a six-year-old even have a cell phone marie alice romaine says please keep it real gloria and her sister laura are both community whores nothing worth fighting over that now i will say this that is an undercurrent of the story that isn't being covered all these niggas fuck with the same women mm-hmm. yeah. same yeah, pool well, of chicks that's, that's why andy they can likes, andy likes to talk about that how they pass passing them back and forth back and forth it is weird because yeah. like it seems like the whole thing there's a lot it, of women out there y'all with as much possessiveness as these men seem to have it seemed like the whole thing for them would be like oh i want to have a whole lot of women that other people don't have but yeah. it, and, and, and no offense to um laura but you know when you see her i don't look at laura and be like gloria's fine as fuck but i'm saying well you look at laura who also has gilbert arenas's kids and all this other shit I don't, you don't look at her and be like oh my god how did he pull that you you only a rich man i feel like you could catch her coming out of the dollar store you know what i mean like <laughs> she not she don't have whatever it is about her to make you feel like only a rich man could get her so it's it makes you wonder like what is the the thing with these guys that they mm-hmm. trade these women like cards or some shit is it just i don't but know i i think it's that the women are just i, th- I think part of it is a status thing you right. want this woman on your arm which is whack because right. you can find it's, it's much winning better too. it's like i be, i beat you i won ah yeah, right yeah. competitive yeah. well that, that ties back into the status right part of it you know status I mean, prestige. What's what's Floyd Mayweather's old girl that uh, somebody's fucking somebody's yeah. So mm-hmm. she dumped that. She jumps in Nelly. Why the fuck would you want a woman who fuck with Floyd Mayweather? 
Right. Just yeah. just on general principle, she ain't that smart. It's like a so, competitive thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah that is that maybe that's Miss it. Miss Jackson, yes. thank you, thank you. Recognize Miss Jackson. I ain't fucking with her. Why would I do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, University of Smitty said six years old. He called that boy and asked him what his mom was doing. It was all downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was a uh, like I said, the initial coverage of that story was just really weird for me because it was people that you know typically you know come at it come at it from an angle of like stepping back and 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 analyzing shit and they was like oh shit you know like like it was, it was like when you see fight 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 you know what i mean um, I, think after andy, I think after andy said that i hadn't really thought about that aspect of it but the reality show feel of the whole thing right i think lends itself to jokes because reality shows lend themselves to jokes Right. And it feels like a reality show. Look, if we were watching this on television as part of an episode of whatever wife show you want to call it, mm-hmm. we would be laughing. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. would be laughing. And it would be, so it would happy. be edited comedically. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it would be presented that the background music would be kind of lighthearted. Yeah. You know, and then maybe one at, at the drink throw moment, maybe it would get serious for a second. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. No, you're absolutely it, right. Laughing, so maybe maybe that's that's what it is. Yeah, that's uh, kind of a safety net with the with the. It's kind of a safety net with the reality TV show shit where we kind of think it lives in a scripted slash unscripted world. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's kind of like when we used to watch uh, fucking Jerry Springer. You yeah, know, yeah, where it's like, yeah. well, of course you walk on stage and punch a dude now. Yeah. That's not what you do in real life, but that's what you do today because you're on Jerry yeah. Springer. You're on Jerry Springer. But, of course you get in your car and drive 90 miles. You're on a reality show. Right, but so much of this shit leaks off screen that it is really hard to be to separate it because it's like, yo, I, I think these people got real problems, dog. Like, real wasn't, problems. No, wasn't no camera there when the domestic violence shit happened, so what's the excuse now? Before we had the, oh, well, that's probably in the script that he would throw the drink in her face. Now we're like, uh, maybe this nigga just like throwing drinks in people's face, you know? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. let's, let's, uh, I forget. I feel like there was one more sports topic and I can't oh. remember what it was. Fuck. Uh, it was something good too. This week. Yeah. It was something good too that happened. You remember? Uh, hold on. I'm going to, let me Your look through my won. archives. Uh, who? Saved our brother's job. Who? Uh, the Eagles? UT one. Oh, tech. Oh, yeah. Texas. Hey, that nigga looks so happy. Yeah, he can keep his job for <laughs> another week. He was a lead, man. I don't get into uh college football, man. Neither do I. Neither do I. I can't watch yeah. it, man. Every time somebody gets hurt, I just My immediately heart feel sinks. bad. And then people are so fucking like they want to argue about it all day. Um. Mm. So yeah. Um. Let's see. Ryan Tannehill said that stupid shit about his uh practice squad teammates that wasn't yeah you gotta uh cut him yeah you gotta you gotta cut him. <laughs> something gotta just, happen to him <laughs> they just paid him that's funny because dante stallworth came out because he was on the patriots for a couple seasons and he was like tom brady used to pay the practice the the scout team guys or whatever when they intercepted him he'd give them money yeah because he was Pacquiao's trying to have, trainer if yeah, he, he wanted uh, them Freddy to try. Tells, so that he could... tells his sparring partners, "I'll give you a thousand dollars if you knock him down." Mm-hmm. So that's what you tell you. That's what you tell these guys. Oh, I remember the other thing, uh, but well, we might get to it later, so I'm not gonna worry about it. If we get to it, it all, it's, it's fine. It was Victor Cruz's uh, fiance. 
she sent a group text to all his groupies and shit we'll, we might get to that later that's um, so see right see right there karen as a woman what would you tell her why are you with him what are you doing <laughs> she went in for the money what would you what would you karen what would you tell victor cruz's fiance as a woman I, like I said, I've never been in that situation. <laughs> I, you know, I, 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 the money, the money, and the dick and the lavish life must be worth your dignity, um, because it's just one of those things to where that's her lifestyle. Like, like, like now, front that's their thing, and she feel like, hey, hoes, I'm gonna let y'all know I used to be a hoe like y'all, but I went from a hoe <laughs> to a fiance, so I'm gonna introduce y'all to me because she let her know. I ain't going nowhere. I know y'all still gonna fuck him. This is basically what it, what it said. Y'all gonna fuck him, but he coming home with me tonight. What's that Mokin' Steps old song? Uh, Mokin' Steps. She, she's mine. You might have had him once, but I got him. She's mine. You might have had him once, but right. I got him all the time. Uh, really? Yes. <laughs> that, that, she that, might have been singing that Monica and uh, Brandy. The boy oh, is yeah. mine. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and that's, that's kind of the thing because she basically she's like well i know he fucking y'all that's exactly what she basically said right mm-hmm. y'all get to know each other yeah, yeah. send a group text right, like con- conference call at three right y'all gonna be in each other's lives yeah but i'm here uh all right let's uh get to our next segment okay it's been a while but it's time oh shit all right that's right it's time for the cosby show <laughs> uh bill cosby accuser chloe gones uh goings i'm sorry I said gones uh goings uh sues for childhood sexual abuse at the playboy mansion now, i think this is the one that uh he really was worried about because uh she was just 18 she went to the playboy mansion in 2008 so legally i believe she can still file a, a suit mm-hmm. um but she's the only one whose criminal case against him is currently under investigation uh she filed a civil suit for childhood sexual abuse against him in, Ca- in california uh she went to the playboy mansion when she was just 18 he uh, allegedly gave her a drink to make her so foggy that playboy boss hugh hefner told her she looked like she needed to lie down and offer the use of a bedroom which makes me wonder if he was in on it like if he or, knew yeah he's seen that before yeah definitely. he's like okay you, you took one of them kazi cocktails okay <laughs> go ahead and lay down get you some more cocktail yeah the 25 year old cock in that tail mm-hmm. the 25 thrown it in your face right yeah <laughs> <laughs> all skip right. all the throw steps it, <laughs> throw it in his face the 25 year old <laughs> alleges that kazi offered to lead her to the bedroom and that was when she woke up in bed naked with her licking her toes oh. she believes he bit one of them causing her to wake up she says her breasts were also wet and sticky as if he'd been licking them he jumped up pulled his pants up quickly and left he had seen that i was alert and bolted out of there i was left in the room by myself he probably was no, taking he had too just long just started 
I don't know. Sound like he had been at it for a while. He probably was taking too long. He's older. You know, he probably need to warm up. Her civil complaint lays out the same facts and also summarizes uh the individual stories of 40 other women who were accused by Kazi to establish a pattern of behavior. This is likely the first time many of them have been entered into a court record other than those of Andrea Constant, who was the first time, first one to come forward against Kazi in court and settled her lawsuit against him in 2006. Uh, Today I recognize that I've taken legal action that many of the other victims of Bill Cosby will never be able to take. For that reason, I offer this message to those brave women. Your experience was just like mine and mine just like yours. We are not alone. We did not ask for these attacks, and these attacks are not our fault. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that one. We will. Uh, also, in the Cosby Show, um, it looks like Michael Jamal Warner has finally stepped up and... Uh, got his opinion out there now, you guys might know malcolm jamal warner from uh malcolm and eddie mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> i like that bad show you might know him Did you know that show? Did you? uh you might know him from um a brief stint on sons of anarchy last season of sons of anarchy as the black guy um, <laughs> how, how fast right? did he get killed <laughs> i don't remember if he died or not i feel like he had one line in six different episodes you know what i mean like they didn't use like they didn't do the nigga of the week or they bring him on and kill him right away it was like every week he had one line like i don't know if Jax is gonna be okay with this (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) it's about time you know like i just feel like i like malcolm jamal wanted to send in his trailer practicing that one line over and over it's about time no 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 hold on let's it's get him yeah it's about it's about time yeah no. <laughs> like no no not a question yeah it's about time okay that's it that's it we're ready to do this let's go uh, like, hey why don't you go get us something to drink it's about time <laughs> nailed and it they, they come to him like six hours later like oh we changed your line it's just it's time now and yeah he freaks out like yeah. wait a minute fuck <laughs> oh no oh god i knew this was gonna happen <laughs> so malcolm jamal jamal warner who oh you also might know him for playing theo on the Cosby show mm-hmm. forgot to say that uh is now speaking out about the dozens of women who have accused bill Cosby of sexual assault uh he told the associated press on thursday that he's primarily upset about the tarnished legacy of the Cosby show because money's uh, getting cut off right because the residual money for that show probably that had to be off like, the chain i mean yeah, this show played every day like nine times a day that's money in his pocket did he give these did he give these quotes from his yard sale <laughs> my biggest concern is when it comes to images of people of color on television and film no matter what he said negative stereotypes of people of color we've always had the Cosby show to hold up against that and the fact that we right. know okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm mad about their money and the fact that we no longer have that that's the thing that saddens me the most because in a few generations the huxtables will have been just a fairy tale yeah, he's you don't get that Netflix with, uh, fun either. You don't get that neither. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's concerned with the negative bank balances of black people at this point. <laughs> yeah, here, specifically him. Yeah. Hey, he's you not know, royalties from that special ed video anymore. You know, <laughs> you know what's funny about this joint is, um, he said the Cuckoo's will be just a fairy tale. Motherfucker, they weren't real. <laughs> they was a fairy tale. A lot of people thought they was real because that's why niggas want to fight you on the internet about it. 
a doctor he was a, real a black doctor and a lawyer come on man <laughs> that was real life that shit was always a fairy tale man oh my god well you gave people something to aspire to rod you need to understand <laughs> don't be taking their dreams away <laughs> I, I prefer rock uh he was a garbage man Sam rock was the best I did, like rock, I did like rock a little bit more having said that i agree with recognized taste out of the chat room the cosby show did have a positive effect on the community it well did. as rock would say light I'm, and it showed uh a black a black family on television that was really black like and, just the all the background shit right. like the music was black the colleges Our, they went to the yeah. walls black the colleges they went to were yeah. black as you know, co- well as as rock would say damn it joey Cosby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did fuck up man i'm look i'm not saying that uh the show meant anything didn't mean anything because i think that's going to the extreme right. obviously representation matters and at the time it was big but mm-hmm. it's now 2015 yeah you know what i'm saying like there's been other shows inspired by cosby even right Empire. where people went off and 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 actually did the the same type of like you know where we had the fresh prince you know um yeah. where we had um uh my wife and kids well you had the parenthood like at this point the cosy show is not the only fucking thing not to mention if you want to watch the fucking show watch the fucking show yeah i don't have a problem i, I, yeah. I watch the show i mean what the fuck don't man change the fact that he's a he, he's a dark dude man yeah the rates <laughs> the rates are over the, the rates are done it's not yeah. right you watching does not like condone rape like you're not paying for yeah. him to be able to rape people so it's like at this point it's is if it's tarnished by anybody it's tarnished by him and it's been the biggest problem with his fucking uh quote is that he said his biggest concern was that where you know it was like well what are 50 women that got you know was, <laughs> yeah. you know six dozen number one a dozen of one you know um warner said he has been in touch with cosby but didn't want to reveal the nature of that conversation it's ah. What do you think those conversations were like? I think he drove 90 miles to Bill Cosby's house. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing, Bill? I don't even have gas money to get home right now. He was listening to Wait Do You See My Dick the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, uh... Just on a loop. We had some conversations. You know, I bet if we recorded his conversations, he probably was on Bill's side. You know what I mean? Like the first... Because the first couple... It's your friend, you know what I'm saying? Your yeah, mentor. Yeah. So the first couple, he's like, oh man, these bitches trying to, trying to hear me up, Theo. You know, what I'm saying? they, <laughs> they trying to catch me slipping. Here's, here's the thing. <laughs> I understand anybody who has a connection to Bill Cosby had, tr- have been troubled in their mind. I've heard right. Sinbad talk about this a couple of times. He has right. a ser- he is really conflicted about it. And I understand that. He knows right. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby was his mentor. I get that. What I don't get is average dude on the street who don't even know Bill Cosby is like, but, but Dr. Huxtable meant so much to me. What did he mean? That your Thursday night was full? That's not what he said. Right. Come on, man. Your VHS was full. But this was before DVRs. You know, I understand Felicia Rashad not wanting to believe that a guy that she loves is a monster. I right. get that. I yeah. get that. But, yeah. you know, 
somebody's mama in the church defending come on now i just i just want to know what the 20th call for malcolm jamal warner was like because like i said the the first two or three i could see being like oh these bitches tripping theo but by like 25 it's just like hey man yes bill like this this is a lot man you know (laughs) like this i was looking at the news do you watch the news today uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> you, yeah you on yeah. there you on there a lot man <laughs> a whole lot maybe, and maybe that's why maybe that's why he drove over to the house it was like listen <laughs> um <laughs> i'm trying to ride with you <laughs> hey if you come and keep appearing hey he comes over to the house feels like would you like something to drink he's like no, no. uh no nah, <laughs> you know i had something to drink on the way over here man like i'm not I'm, even thirsty i'm so full i just need to piss like that's how <laughs> i don't need to drink anything else Mm-mm. doctor got me on the strict no drinking rule right like now a, ah! like a pickup basketball game he just calls cosby and is like hey what's the count yeah <laughs> Twenty-five. You know, I bet you called Bill. Was like, "Hey, Bill, I want you to know you're fucking up my money, dog. I, the checks have been getting lower and lower. We off Netflix. We off of Hulu. We off of Amazon. Come on, damn dog, quit raping the bitches." Yeah, my call. Yeah, call forty was just him being mad, right? Like, what the fuck, Bill? You know, he probably sent him straight to voicemail. It was like beep. Hey, Bill, and I told you, quit raping the bitches. Call number two. Beep, my money's still fucked up, dog. What's going on here? Beep, I'm tired of them asking me questions. Keep your dick to yourself. And call 50 is like, do you accept these charges for right. popping for the whole right. yeah. Bill, hey, pick up. It's me, Theo. Pick up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you accept this call from Bill? It's me, Theo. Hurry up. Pick up, man. It's me. Hurry up. Uh, but yeah, that, um, that, that is kind of crazy, dude. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like by the end, he's like, I'm just trying to get my kids through preschool. Right. And just prestigious fucking college or whatever. <laughs> you messing my school, money up. And I can't afford it because you don't fucked up my royalty checks, man. Um, but yeah, so Theo came out and people went in on him, but I, I'm much more like Randolph on it where yeah, I'm uh, having, a, I'm talking to somebody, Leslie Mack in the chat room right now mm-hmm. about it. I, yeah. People are gonna ask. People are gonna ask them. What you were saying, nobody probably asked Sandra. I haven't seen Sabrina LaBeouf in ever. Yeah. No, but uh, but somebody asked somebody. You mean? Well, you I'm know sure they... somebody did. Right. I haven't seen Tempest. I mean, at least at least Malcolm is a is has some sort of visibility about right. him. But yeah. a lot of them know better. A lot of them they probably ask them. They probably say no comment because it was like I do not want my face plastered on the news twenty five yeah. years later. Yeah, I can see that. They should I, just, I just under I just understand the, you know this guy's a this guy's a god to you, right? And uh, it's hard to watch your to watch your gods crumble. And that's yeah. the thing he he used that god status yeah. to do all this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's uh, he's a god to you and all the women that he rapes. Yeah, and it's hard, it's hard to think that not only were you god to me, you were wielding your godhood around. Yep. The thing that I, the thing that I respect about you, you were using that in this in this dark manner, and then you start to question yourself. Well, right. why didn't I see it? Right. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you start to feel horrific about yourself. On some level, you have to. That's right. why Felicia Rashad is holding firm. She's like, I don't give a goddamn what you because <laughs> you have to look at yourself at some point and be like, I at some point I was complicit in this. Why didn't I see it? Well, that's why I was saying I do. <clears throat> I do understand your point about the people who were really close to him. Uh, 
Oh, you know, oh, but the people. I, gotta, I have to say this out loud. There's yeah. a gentleman in the chat room that says future supervillain MC. Yeah. I don't get the dad god thing. He was just some nigga on TV. Okay, this is just me saying this directly to you. You need to stop with that. Okay. I don't like when people do that either. Let's mm. not act like Bill Cosby wasn't Bill Cosby. Okay. He was. He's mm. one of the greatest stand-up comedians in history. He was com- a completely groundbreaking uh, black man at a time when black men weren't doing a damn thing. He he probably could have owned a network. I don't understand this thing about the network. So mm. don't don't minimize Bill Cosby and try to bring him down from something that he and well he wasn't that big a deal. Oh yes, he was. Yeah, I'll put it this way. I I I, I, uh, I can't speak for Future Supervillain, but I I do feel similar to him where to me he was just an actor on TV but it was because I have a father I already have a hero like he wasn't like I see people talk about him some in some terms where it feels like he, they're talking about him as if he did raise them you know what I mean and I can't really identify with that because I've never had that connection to anybody like yeah, only like thing, only like my said, father so is like the only villain is saying like he was just a comedian nah he was he was a groundbreaking comedian he was yeah, a no, it was. I can recognize his groundbreaking. Impact. So he he broke ground, and that's another reason why this is so deep and dark. Right. That's what I was gonna say. I recognize his impact, and I do feel like it does a disservice to act as if his impact was zero because that's the reason a lot of these women didn't come forward. So right. you can't like you can't divorce the two because it's obvious that he had a huge impact because you don't wait forty years to tell somebody you were raped unless you feel like the person had such an impact on the on the america and the industry that it would destroy you and that's why yeah. a lot of these women had to wait until yeah. there were numbers yeah. because he yeah. did mean a lot to people now i don't have the same connection to that but maybe that's because i don't have that connection with anybody like there's just no like when i see a celebrity say something fucked up i just feel like well that's well, that's a shame and then i if i like their music i continue to like their music if i listen to their you know show i listen to their show. like i don't have a, a the part of me that goes like well, that's fucked up, and he was my hero. Like, I don't have that, was, but some people do. Of, he was beyond being heroes, people. He was a, a a part of the culture. Yeah, for sure. This country. Yeah, for sure. He's a part of the of the for, and of, and for the, white people the too. Fabric of the culture of this country for white people too, which is that was the most he's amazing thing. Of, he's a piece of shit. No one's no one's disputing that. You know. Well, a couple you people can't are disputing dispute it. it at this point. You're just being you're just being an asshole. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them out there. A lot of people are disputing it. I uh, just yeah. want to well, put that out there. A lot of there. people who are disputing it too. I mean, there's there are people who, when a new Star Wars movie comes out and is terrible, they're like George Lucas destroyed right. my childhood. Right. Like you know, people still hold on to this thing in their childhood. Like they just kind of refuse to grow out of it. Exactly. So some of it is that it's like they just don't want to let go of this ideal they had. It's like realizing there's no Santa Claus or something. Right. You know, yeah. but, but as an adult. <laughs> Speaking of God, uh, Creflo Dollar tweeted this out and deleted it this morning. Uh-oh. What? He what put on he Twitter? He, nah, this is what he tweeted. Is he, he, I need to follow him. This, <laughs> <laughs> this, is, what, this, this is what he tweeted this morning. He deleted it. Jesus bled and died for us so that we can lay claim to the promise of financial prosperity. Oh my God! Hashtag prosperity in Christ. Hashtag wealthy living. Hashtag abundant life. <laughs> then he deleted it. Uh, before so he deleted it, he had 136 retweets though. Yeah, damn. Yep. Why would he delete that? That's that's literally what he says. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like that. His last name why was is that? Dollar. That was a misspeaking situation. 
Creflo. I remember I used to feel bad when I'd be jacking off the fucking BET Uncut and then <laughs> Creflo, Creflo, Creflo Dollar come on with like 5 a.m. Well, like, I really should have just felt bad if I accidentally watched some Creflo Dollar. He's worse than BET Uncut for your soul. That is, that is, I, I know what I'm getting with the Uncut. Uh, Ben Carson's in the news. Um, this, this. He's, uh, everybody's favorite presidential candidate now. Uh, is he ahead of Trump yet? He is. Oh shit! Wow. In the polls, I don't know how long it's gonna last. But. That happened. That happened fast. <laughs> that uh, it, it, it's so funny. He's ahead of Trump. The more stupid shit he says. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, he's under fire. Oh wait, uh, this will play it. Okay, good. GOP presidential candidate Ben Carson under fire about advice on what to do when facing a gunman. Late Wednesday, recounted the time when a gun was pointed at him. Guy comes in, puts the gun in my ribs, and I, I just said, I believe that you want the guy behind the counter. He thought <laughs> that's I was. He that's what you was, said. In that calm way? In just that the, calm or, way. In that calm way, okay. He said, oh, okay. <laughs> and, oh, so you just mister redirected him to. Okay. Carson sparked outrage on Tuesday by arguing that he would have physically attacked the shooter during last week's rampage at Mpakwa Community College in Roseburg, Oregon. <laughs> Now, I think he was trying to convey that he's calm under fire. Yeah, well, that's the, the weird thing is, I mean, uh, under fire uh, when we're talking about school shootings. It's kind of like that Greg Hardy thing. You got to maybe choose better words. Right. Correct. But, right. But he's calm. He, I don't think he has another gear. That's as, that's as boisterous as he's ever been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was he, like, It's not oh that he's boy. calm under fire. He's calm under all conditions. I was like, oh, boy. Uh, my favorite thing about this though is he really assisted in the robbery because he didn't stop the robbery which he said if if a school shooting was happening he'd certainly stop it of course but he had a gun in his ribs and he just said i believe you want the guy behind the counter what is yeah. what do you think the guy behind that bitch <laughs> don't put me in this shit <laughs> yeah because he walked the the, the, the this is maybe it's just the the guy with the gun was an idiot but he walks up to some dude in line and is like give me all your money he's like i got six bucks for a two-piece the money's in the register i'm in line <laughs> right. then, then he goes to the next guy in line like will you give me all and this guy's like dude we're all in line yeah. probably, the, the robber probably waited in line behind everybody else for his turn he said, uh, he said he owns firearms, but he doesn't carry them. In circumstances like that, even if I were carrying a firearm, I wouldn't use it. Some people think that, I mean, some people think just because you have a firearm, you're going to be irrational. So he wouldn't use, use it, it, but he would attack a gunman physically? I don't think that's the case, Andy. Yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, I guess he just doesn't make sense, period. Are you sure? That's not what the NRA tells me. It makes a lot of sense to me, NRA, personally. NRA tells me we should have Wild I, Wild West. If a gunman came in here right now, I would turn to him and I would say, put the gun down. That's enough. <laughs> and he would do it. <laughs> and he would stop. He would stop because that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Yo, this nigga become president, I will officially Did- say racism is over. Like, no, this, no, if he become president, then white people really don't give a fuck no more. Because, <laughs> like, bef- like with, with President Obama, he was an elite, la- he was an elite class of Negro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that motherfucker <laughs> did well, all will this be work. equality. Like, he's the best speaker we've probably ever had, uh, at least in, since I've noticed orating or skills. Uh, he's probably, um, you know, he went to Ivy League College. 
like all this shit you know what i'm saying probably in the best shape of any president i've ever seen and uh if ben carson gets in there they just put him in because it's just like fuck it so that's equality <laughs> oh, do, really do you think they go tit for tat a nigga for a nigga even if it's that that <laughs> that is still like some level you got, of you equality got one, we'll trade you one up like their black man is so not qualified for this shit they don't even care they just like you Mm-mm. know what he would have took that gun from that guy and that's really that's- what we need like that Chris Rock joke, it's not true equality until you can be black and be bad at something. Yeah, true. Something. Yeah, well, maybe this. No. Maybe we're maybe we're almost there. Then we're we're yeah. getting there. This dude, <laughs> this dude would be a horrible president, and I don't yes. think it is a stretch of the imagination to say that at, by any rate, he would be probably the worst president. He would be worse than Bush. I will just go on record and say he yeah. would be worse than Bush as president, and he is leading in the polls, and I have no idea why. And but he it, also doesn't like, display those um, over-the-top leadership qualities that right. Republicans love so much, the tough-talking, strong guy. He's not tough-talking at all. Like, yeah. if, when Obama gives a State of the Union address, Ruth Bader Ginsburg falls asleep. Right. What's going to happen <laughs> if Ben Carson? She's going to be in a coma. Like, she's going to kill her. <laughs> she's going to die. She's going to die. He's going to win. He's going to stop all the opposition by just putting him to sleep by talking to him. Just to hypnotize everyone. Right. I don't think healthcare is a issue that we should <laughs> look into. People, what happened? What did we vote for? Oh shit! What? What passed? <laughs> we repealed Obamacare. It was a little. You know, there's not supposed to be a, a religious test for um, the presidency, which I agree with. Unless you're a fundamentalist Christian, then you get nowhere near any elected office, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Are you out your mind? Yeah, That's I'm five thousand years old. Get away from me. You know what's Crazy. funny? What's funny is he's still only like the fourth scariest candidate. Yeah. Like, like, that's that's what's so crazy. This motherfucker is terrible, and he is not. I'm not as scared of him as Huckabee. Like I'm more scared of Huckabee. Yeah. I'm more scared yeah. of Trump. Me too. I'm more yeah. scared of um Santorum. Yeah. Like damn dog, you're not Bruce even the Bruce worst. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus be Christ. She's scared of Carly Fiorina, too. Oh, yeah. She be lying about Planned Parenthood. She's a liar. <laughs> she don't even lying. care. She's crazy. She lies about everything and don't care. <laughs> she don't care. She doubles down. She triples down. She she doesn't even care. She just It's just like yeah. that, that dude in high school was like, yeah, I got a girlfriend. Right. And, uh, <laughs> go to a college, well, go to high school across town. I'll be in the, in the uh, my strong-ass little brother Mark in the chat room mentioned Cruz. You right. Yeah. Yep. Cruz is Cruz. Cruz Gary as fuck. Um when talking about the uh shooting at the uh college, uh community college, he said, Not only would I probably not cooperate with him, I would not just stand there and let him shoot me. I would say everybody attack. And, and then he, he would fall asleep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he would be hypnotized. Can by you my picture voice. him? Him, him with a gun on him talking everybody attack everybody's like what'd you say huh huh <laughs> so can you hey, speak up hey stop shooting for a second we can't hear ben go on th- go on three everybody one <laughs> two uh, how did he do any brain surgeries god man because you know why because brain surgery is a slow careful thing <laughs> okay that makes sense he didn't, he didn't need no anesthesia <laughs> you don't rush through brain surgery you take your time with it <laughs> oh shit what is this careful process yo he yo he didn't need no anesthesia he just Aww. he just he just talked to all right one sheep 
two sheets. I'm going to I'm going to make the incision. <laughs> scalpel, can, scalpel, can please. <laughs> okay, he's he's out. He's out of it. <laughs> oh, he also said, "God damn, really?" He also said <laughs> that if if Jewish people had guns, they could have prevented the Holocaust. Come on, this can't be real. Wow. What's yeah, like Kenny, you you uh. You broke the article down on that one, didn't you? We were talking more. We were talking about that yesterday, didn't you? Yeah, well, as he far as the rules of Hitler and stuff like that. Well, Jews, uh, the, well, the whole thing about because uh, a couple people now have echoed that, but gun control arguments have they've been saying that for years. Are basically here's here's what happens when you, you round up all the guns. Hitler rounded up all the guns, so people have implied that Jews could have shot their way out of the Holocaust right. for years. If you really take that argument to the extension. But no one ever really said it. And now Ben Carson just said the next sentence, which is, yeah, if they had guns, it would have been, they would have been fine. And he's, it's, it's crazy for him to say that. But if you really look at the, the NRA and all these other people making an argument, they've been saying that shit for years, mm. essentially. And then he shot up in the polls, probably. Do these people not understand that <laughs> the Nazi army fought the Russian army to a standstill? Hey man, do y'all army. do y'all not realize just the people with guns? They fought an army to a standstill. Do y'all realize there's still a year before the fucking election? Yeah. Oh God! Like, we got the, a year of this shit. What the fuck is he gonna be saying in, in twelve months? Be, we went to Mars and took the water. Back to <laughs> we, then we could also save Matt Damon. You know, if, uh, He's still if up slaves, there. If slaves were armed, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if Africa had guns at the time, oh, do, do you think I would have told all those Africans? I would have said, "Hey, let's get them." Oh Lord. <laughs> And we would have got him too. We'd have fought him with chains and all. I was in the Popeyes organization. That's when he lost my vote. <laughs> Popeyes organization? Mm-mm. No, brother. Mm-mm. I know that is not how you say it if you frequent Popeyes. No, you just say Popeyes. <laughs> you don't even say Cajun chicken. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't even know the rest of what Popeyes name is. Because it's just Popeyes, and this motherfucker said the Popeyes organization. Right, I don't know if Popeyes the first name of the chicken, last name of the chicken. I don't know. It's just yep. Popeyes. I'm not joking when he said that. It really made me think of our undercover brother and Billy D. Williams' character. Uh-huh. That That's him. A dude that black the black community upheld and respected. Like, we taught history lessons about this dude. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, people, he's hanging up on the wall in people's classrooms during Black History Month. And now this motherfucker's selling general chicken, man. Ah! This is disgusting. Is it gonna shrink your dick? <laughs> I don't. That's that is a different movie. Oh that, my bad. That is, I'm crossing movies. That's that, Black Dynamite, ain't it? My bad. Shit, my black exploitation movies are starting to cross each other, y'all. Oh, my geez. bad. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> um, speaking of, uh, oh, this is some quick stories. Let's hit some quick hits. Scarface, the rapper from Texas, you might be familiar with him, Randolph. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was arrested at the BET Hip Hop Awards taping in Atlanta. Uh-oh. For, for child support payments. Pay your child support, people. Isn't his daughter grown, though? She's like 24. I, yeah, I yeah, don't know. You can't, that doesn't erase the debt. <laughs> yeah, that, sure the debt don't. is still hanging over. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. just, you can't run out the clock on that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He went to the four for eighteen years. He went to the overtime. He went to the four corners offense on him. <laughs> he went triple <laughs> overtime on this shit. 
yeah man apparently he got arrested for they said 10 deputies were backstage waiting on him um they've been trying to get him for a long time they want to go see the award show that's yeah, that sounds like. Oh, we going to we going to rest Scarface. Really? Uh, well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why y'all? Why y'all got on jerseys and jeans? I think I need to go with you. I'm on the cover, man. I'm yeah. Cover. We're gonna be deep cover, man. Hey, give me my CD. We're gonna be deep cover. We're gonna listen to the fix on the way up there. Uh, now I read this on Ball Alert. Oh, I see it now. So there are comments. Oh God! Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now here's the news report. At the Scarface exited the stage, heading back to the celebrity trailers, there were only ten sheriffs waiting to wait. Only there were ten sheriffs waiting to arrest him. Sources revealed that Scarface had a warrant and he was not supposed to leave the state of Texas. Scarface was so concerned about accepting his award and not disappointing his fans, he risked being arrested. Freddie wrote. Snoop was backstage when Scarface was arrested. And he was upset that the great moment ended on a sour note. The incident resulted in the show being delayed. I wonder what Snoop said. Oh man, this some bullshizzle. What Snoop said? Don't don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. He's you like, no Scarface. Yeah. <laughs> and then his daughter is like, no, no, I know that dude. <laughs> no, I, he didn't have no love for me. Right. Uh, Terrell Jones speaks Aww. up first. He says, "Hope he gets out and does exactly what Matt Barnes did, which is." wait until she's having a get together with family and friends and he spits directly in that bitch's face all she had to do is be nice and respectful to this man and she could have got anything she needed but some women Ah! some women can't swallow their pride and realize don't nobody owe you shit even if y'all got a baby together i hope he oj your ass to the 10th power you funky bitch (laughs) you you literally owe someone if you have a baby together i feel like terrell jones uh would say that Kazi was his hero i just feel that yeah. way wow. call it wow. call it <laughs> call it he need more than a hug jenkins said he should pay the money he had he had paid when he would not get arrested i highly doubt that scarface would give her money but not document these transactions his story sounds dubious which is why court sides with the lady and didn't he say he paid her cash yeah and also why wouldn't why what about scarface's music makes you think he would keep documents of the transactions come on now i feel like scarface makes music that is about keeping shit off the books uh ashley blackwell says wow that's crazy (laughs) well don't say too much ashley don't get controversial (laughs) university of smitty says the first rule of cs child support i'm assuming is any money that does not come through the child support agency is considered a gift every man who actually shows up to his child support hearing should know that so he could have kept all his receipts and all his friends receipts and they were still going to lock his ass up right but there you go guys ball alert is on the job apparently so you can't you can't uh make public appearances when there are warrants out for you, you right know, he i guess he, they were giving him some kind of lifetime achievement award or something he, he should have just skyped that shit in yeah you got to man uh, i guess his daughter, his daughter got her lifetime achievement award. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh Lord! He should have skyped in with like a green screen of palm trees behind him. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I wonder where the fuck he was. Let somebody accept it on your behalf, man. Right. So he thought he was gonna dip in and out, and they not know. I guess so, man. Just like his daughter's life. Some of Indian. Aww. What? What? 
I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. Some of India's waterways are plagued by puffy white foam, a toxic byproduct of polluted runoff in some of India's largest technology and manufacturing hubs. Shit. Most recently, Ugh. huge deposits of foam. Oh, yeah, that's right. I can put the picture in the chat. What am I doing? What kind of foam? Like, what causes it? uh it's some type of cor- toxic corporate runoff for technology and sh- whatever your iphone is made of don't worry about it just keep putting it to, to your ear um uh, <laughs> you know what causes foam like that Come. uh scarface not paying his child support <laughs> it's toxic you don't pay your child support so huge deposits of foam formed on Be- bellendor lake in bangalore prompting city officials to install nets on roadways which cross over the river winds can lift the foam out of the water onto the street there where where it has in some instances caught fire shit so we got foam foam catching fire in the middle of the road that's the scariest shit ever so you know so you know it feels good when it flicks onto your skin right oh it probably sizzles it's for sure issues in bangalore have been attributed to massive development shrinking sources of water which are able to filter out pollutants and lack of strong regulatory bodies that can enforce environmental standards and see that pe- and man people have a fit over here about you know environmentalists and you know the, the people that be like hey quit chopping down trees and hey don't be drilling everywhere and everybody go fuck them nah this is the shit that would happen over here if you didn't have them people round you wouldn't have goddamn clean water dog it's just on the side of the street right yo this is scary oh my god like they just had those fucking uh temperatures of like 120 degrees that were killing thousands of people on the street right yo man india is the wild west yeah because it's one of the largest i mean because like it's an untapped resource so all of a sudden everything's like super 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 cheap over there and there's no regulations so they just go over there and just you know do whatever they want to to the environment yeah but that's what they want in this country don't ever forget that yes they do the epa and then they'll they'll assure the public that this is this is harmless it's like it's like a puffy party it's like a a, a foam party it's harmless (laughs) it doesn't mean anything as long as jump in it Go jump the, in it. As so long you can, so you can look like the motherfucker from uh the original uh Robocop. Yes. Right before he got hit by that car. That Go is the exact it. reference I was going with. <laughs> Damn, Randolph. That is exactly what I was gonna say. Telekinesic, baby. Yeah. Telekinesic. It's like that motherfucker, um like that dude that wanted that baby roof and Goonies and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's why yo, that's why we never getting them jobs back. If you're willing to deal with toxic foam that lights on fire, you can have the 425 hours. Yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to be calling Time Warner like, uh, hey, can I help you? My name is Randy. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I know your name. We both know your name is not yeah. Randy, but we'll go through this. <laughs> yeah. This is Jonathan Smith. Right. right. Okay. Because yeah. you know your real name I probably can't pronounce. Right. Yeah. Yeah. John- and, then and then when your baby is born with an arm growing out his back. <laughs> right. I'm like, you know what? I wasn't willing to deal with it and you were. You win um all right uh let's do some uh fucking with black people guys um actually you know i'm not gonna play the music we're gonna speed through this raven simone is not here for your ghetto ass name okay guys Mm. she's still talking raven simone right s-y-m-o-n-e with the little sign thing your name your name is black baby your name (laughs) is a black ass name what are you talking about yeah, apparently she's not she's not okay with y'all you just happen to be rich so people know your name and you was a little girl on the cosby show but if it went for that 
people would overlook your ass too and not give you a job and you wouldn't be on tv also i don't know has raven simone looked in the mirror at her hair yet right because that's some black ass hair dog <laughs> like you like all you her <laughs> uh let me well, see we, it's just she looks like a Cirque du Soleil character yeah. Yes. Let me and see like, what I'll play this. This is your girl Tajrani here with yeah. today's edition of the warm up. And just like water is wet, it has been revealed that the youngest child in the Jenner Kardashian clan, Tyler, what? What? This has nothing to do with what we we're talking about. God damn it, BT.com. See, this is why <laughs> you can't go to BT.com for your news. No. no Good no, God. Why? Why is BT talking about the Kardashians anyway? All right. They not even black. <laughs> uh now i gotta sure? go look up the video nor entertaining <laughs> now that part yes yes but they do fuck with black men so that you know yeah that's true they do they are nigger lovers technically but uh, only two uh, well three of them i guess three yeah, of them because right, the mama two so. right three and a half um yeah that we know of that we know of that we know of you know who knows about the countless negroes that aren't famous right that they, they, their <clears throat> stories will never be told <laughs> you know, a new study on the <laughs> Here, here's a here's, here's a segment. Journal Evolution and Human Behavior says Americans make racist assumptions based on people's names. Now, this of course made us think about the viral video that listed <laughs> the sixty most ghetto names, and here are their top ten. My boys, United States of America, Lequa, Alejandrisha, King Kumquisha, Fried Chicken Nisha. Kala Greniqua, Greg Drankisha, Africa Nisha Niqua, Kashida, Natanyana Boba Nashria Niqua Niqua The last one was Courtney. Courtney's pretty funny. That was pretty good. Just to, just to bring it back, can we take back racist and say discriminatory? Because I think that's a better word. <laughs> yes, it is a much better that's word. That's a better word. And I am very discriminatory against words like the ones that they were saying in those names. I'm not about to hire you if your name is Watermelon Andrea. This is not going to happen. I'm not going to hire you. you. Not I would be such a beautiful King Kong Quisha, by the way. But no, is that me? You know, is that me? White people, white people tend to name their children after fruits and vegetables. I have a few apple of, you know, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's right. kid. Yep. Uh, then there's uh, Poppy Honey Rosie o- Oliver, named after Jamie Oliver. Poppy Honey Rosie Oliver. Sage Florence Colette Clementine Hall. They're big on fruits and vegetables. I say, white people, don't name your children when you're hungry. We take a common name like Michelle and we spell it all freaky and nobody yeah, and like the too. poor kids like like Isabel I Z O B E L Braden B R A E D Y N. I mean you take that's a common education situation like W H O O P I. I will say this, man. Much as I love women, I cannot listen to motherfuckers talk on the View. Good God! Oh, they're terrible. <laughs> Sound like chicken scratch. Hey, did we lose Andy? No, I'm still here. Uh, he just uh, he just was sick of that shit. He was just sick of that yeah. shit. I don't blame him. Yeah. His um, camera gave him a hard time, but he good. So Raven Simone will not hire people with ghetto names such as Wel- Watermelonisha. Um, now that's not the full story. This is my favorite part of the story. This shit caught so much fire online. Her father had to come out and write an open letter. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh now, shit! Because her dad ain't said a word. 
Right. Her dad. Now yeah. she said. Side, the, side note on her father, he's kind of ghetto too. Yeah, and <laughs> and she said. I mean, first of all, he named her Raven Simone. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that dude to me. I'm sure he was watching the shit. Like, oh come on, man. Like you know what I mean? But he is trying to sell a book. So Raven Simone's dad speaks out in an open letter. I did my best as a father. She said some dumb shit to my dear friends. Ah! There has been much talk today about my daughter's comments on her show, The View. People have been hitting me up all night questioning me about her remarks. Let me say this. I haven't managed Raven's career in over 10 years. This woman is grown, has her own management team, has her own opinions, right or wrong, and is responsible for her own words and actions. A woman wrote to me tonight and said she couldn't support my book because of the words of my daughter. What she fails to realize is that my book is about teaching your child to believe and achieve. Raven has achieved incredible success, and this cannot be denied. Children grow up and become influenced by many things, situations, and people. I certainly don't agree with what she said, but she is damn near 30 years old. She's a grown-ass woman making grown-ass mistakes. We all have been guilty of this. I did my best as her father, mentor, and career manager. I believe I did a wonderful job aside from this inexcusable gaffe. Her 29 years in the entertainment industry has been quite successful for there uh, have been only a, an elite few child stars to last this long. and have little to no controversy for this. I'm very proud. Raven is very, a very beautiful, sweethearted human being. I should know her mother and I love her very much and will always support her and have her back. Even if sometimes she says dumb shit. <laughs> and, and, and that's where the get blackness came out right he was holding it back for a while you know he, he tried he, he it kind of came out a little bit when he was like well she grown that's kind of some grown ass woman you know, making grown ass mistakes what are you talking about you know he's trying to sell my, his book too my responsibility, but then it just came out Oh, say, say stupid shit. Well, he, he ain't got no editor to read his shit before he, hey, you don't want to <laughs> put this out. Was there a take, link to his mixtape? <laughs> you know it was. Take this last line out before you, before you put this. Before you hit send on Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram. Take this last line out. We don't need this line. He Snapchatted his press release. <laughs> yes, he did. We live on Periscope and I got some things to say. <laughs> Y'all gonna hear me today. my daughter in my book. Um, so zero there to was, was some sad music playing in the background, some, 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 some slow, some slow Marvin game, maybe some slow Teddy Pentagrass. It's like the Ghostface video. Ghostface, I'm trying to tell this girl. Listen, you think you can just run around saying stuff like this, Raven? He also touted her 29 years in entertainment. She's been working since age zero. Yeah, yeah. Like they yeah. had her working from day one. Yeah. yeah, she's been saying crazy shit from the age of five. It was just cute when she was small with the fucked up eyebrows. He's just sitting around sipping on some brown liquor, listening to what's going on, <laughs> typing up this the status. Uh, all right, man. Let's uh, zero to a hundred. How much you feel fuck with Karen? Oh, me zero because she's dumb. Okay, what about you, Randolph? That's a, that's zero. We should we can't give her any credence. The only thing i say is that people actually do do this and for a black woman to buy into a black person period to buy into it is uh harmful to the community 
Yeah, I saw Ray Sani's. Let me go change from zero to 25. I saw Ray Sani's Facebook, uh, post when she said, uh, my mama said, uh, Raven Simone. Oh, she thinks she white. And she, <laughs> she was like, that's more succinct than anything I could have typed. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's about it, man. She just has divorced herself from blackness pretty much completely to say some dumb shit like that. Yeah, she has. With her name being Raven Simone, S-Y-M-O-N apostrophe E. Come like, on now. Yeah, neither interview is one of her uncles. I mean, if her daddy talks that crazy, do <laughs> 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 what her uncles sound. Ooh, that'd be good. Uh, what about you, Andy? What would you give it, man? I'm going 25. I think she was trying to riff on the joke, and she has no comedic instincts. Mm. And when you read the text, it's, they make it comments. But when you watch the video, it's clearly she's trying to riff on the joke. But she just uh, she's terrible. Landed. Yeah, she got she need writers. That, yeah. that's by the way that the the view she does. her daddy yeah her daddy need to be manager of career yo the view by the way is by far the most haphazard fucking show i don't know how it stays on or how it doesn't get in even more trouble than it does because it's just they just bring on fucking random topics and then these bubbleheads who do no research talk about them it's yeah. like how yeah. are y'all not in trouble every fucking day you, you know how much fucking shit i read to do this yeah, yeah. I mean, we do we do much more research on our podcast, and you do more than we do, and they do none. That's well, crazy. They are basically a bad podcast. Yes, yeah. and they're on national mm-hmm. TV. That's yeah. yeah. I can't even like. There's times where I don't cover topics because I haven't read them yet. Where I'm like, I would love to talk about that, but I ain't have time yet. These, I know these motherfuckers ain't never had that problem. Well, they just got there. When the show starts, they just got there. Yeah. It's so easy to do a modicum of research with Google. Yes. They don't give them the topics from the next day. Unless you have something that drops that day, you should be able to, you should be at least going over shit. You just get there and, and do your little cock-a-doodle-doo hair. Is that, is that? Right. You could read Twitter. Going? You could read Twitter and be yeah. more fucking researched than these guys. It's, it's a, like they start topics. Like, uh, so it looks like, President Obama uh, is doing something with Iran. What do you guys think about Iran? Yeah, that's pretty much how they <laughs> how they work. Like, what? Right? <laughs> so it uh, looks like Bill Cosby and uh, some stuff about sexual assault. You guys got any thoughts on sexual assault? No. Yeah, and no matter who they plug in, it becomes like that every no time. Who they plug in. I feel like that's the format of the show. Like that is the producer is just some guy who's given up on them reading shit like years ago. He's just like, just give them these topics. I don't know. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> it's drunk history but sober. It's like we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we have no right. excuse though. We don't. We didn't get drunk. First. <laughs> you just don't know shit. Um. <laughs> all right, and then uh, this is my last one, and this isn't really a uh, a story necessarily, but. I, I'll just try to articulate it the best I can. Um, yo, it felt like nobody knew there was a Million Man March Part 2 this weekend. Unless we you were on we, Twitter. Yeah, we knew because we live here, but if you didn't live here. Yeah, like. Fuck a black Twitter. You had no idea. Like, I know because my beard has gotten so big that I got invited to it in we Radio sure, Shack. We sure did. Out the blue. Yeah, yeah. So, that brother was serious. In a suit. Haywood, Haywood went, took his boys. I think Russ, Russ Green was there. Russ went, took his boys. Um, any of our other sock puppets go? No. So maybe, maybe somebody. Yeah, I don't know. I made a, a Facebook status, which was basically saying like, "Yo, this shit didn't get a lot of coverage." No. Nope. But no. <laughs> but if they would have burned down a CVS, 
it would have got 24 <laughs> 7 coverage all weekend every single person that wanted yes. to be interviewed like cameras crews like don lemon live on the scene and the thing that's disheartening about it is that you know at because you know it's not like farrakhan gets an audience this big all the time so you know i don't even have to know what he said and i guarantee he talked about black and white crime mm-hmm. i guarantee he talked about people raising their kids i know he probably talked about the role of women and men in their household and all that conservative shit that a lot of black people believe and a lot of especially religious black people believe in the spouse throughout the community yes no fucking cameras man like msnbc ain't covering the speech live dog like you ain't got shit to do but show lock up on repeat all (laughs) fucking weekend dog to catch a predator reruns you couldn't have put one camera out there to be like let's see what this nigga's talking about even if it was just under the like we need to see what he's talking about because he drew so many people right we would like to see what's being said about and to the black community they didn't even have the cursory like like let's do something um and they gave now a, you know why when people say black people don't talk about black on black crime, you know why they keep saying that. Exactly. Like, you're not listening to us. Right. And I mean, like, and I'm, and the thing is, I said this on Facebook and a lot of people shared it and all that stuff. That's cool. But some people were like, give, like, well, they did talk about it in two articles when I Googled it. That's not what the fuck I'm talking about. Right. When CVS was burning, your ass knew what the CVS looked like, how many fucking owls was in it, what corner it was on. Cause they were out there 24 seven dog. When, yeah. when, uh, fucking Black Lives Matter, whenever they have like a rally and the police come out in riot gear, the cameras show up like, Oh, we might see a fight. Like they're like, they're, here's an opportunity where all the people who claim to care about the black community and say that the black community doesn't care about itself could have taken a little bit of time put a camera crew out there and just filmed all these black people in one place talking about issues within the community and without the community and you didn't like not a fucking peep man i'm sure melissa and perry will cover it and shit like that on she did, this, she did this morning yeah she did was, this morning exactly. it was on the radio here yesterday all the speeches were on the radio i heard yeah. a native american gentleman uh stood up and speak i mean it sounds bad for me to say this but right. it literally sounded like what you think a native an old native american would sound like really it's like the red men and the black men have always been together and we need to come together brothers there's oh. more of us than there are of them he was pretty was wow like, that's God damn i'm sure y'all want this shit being broadcast <laughs> <laughs> they gonna come in and shut this shit down but shut you but up. you know what man like i would have liked to see it covered just so we can have documented evidence that all these people that talk so much shit and claim to care about our community and they always bring it up when it's time to shut some conversations down i would have liked to see them talk about it because because like you said randolph next time it comes up they are going to pull the well where are they at when we're talking about black issues right here dog where were you at we've been here (laughs) where was your cameras at dog you know and don't and like it was sad because like a couple black people was the people being like well i saw two articles on cnn like dog don't i don't want to cuss you out because it is literally the million man march weekend (laughs) but i will cuss you the fuck out man because you know that's not the point you know you think two articles is covering shit come on just the fact that your expectations for the biggest gathering of black people over the last 20 years twice is two articles on cnn.com that's yeah. your fucking that is the expectation we should have that's ridiculous yeah. yeah 
It should have been. It should have definitely been covered. I didn't know the Black Israelites were there. You don't want to cover them all. Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> Actually, no. That they need to get them on TV. I like them. <laughs> They're my dogs. They be making white people cry, man. <laughs> you ever, y'all ever seen them make a white woman cry, man? That shit is good. No joke. They be trying they to. They hang out outside the Verizon Center in DC, and they just yeah. troll people all day long. Yeah, they hang out. Uh, when I went to college, they used to hang out on our campus, man. Mm-hmm. And they used yeah, to catch every once in a while. They used to catch because you know it was a historically black college, but white people can go there. So like they used to catch a white person that be caring. Like every once in a while, I would stop every time. They'd be like, <laughs> well, 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 I, I just feel like we should all just stop seeing color and we should just like move on. They are not there for I, that. Ma'am. I am for one world, and I hear you. And it's like. <laughs> listen you you cave bitch dweller of the, <laughs> the caucus mountains i'm like oh yeah <laughs> you should have took your starbucks and kept walking woman right anyway man 100 for me man oh y'all gotta cover this shit um uh all right let's see let's do baller alert guys all right it's time to yeah. talk about these groupies before we uh get to grilling up these meals now now you're on the phone of me on the phone talking to you so now it's broadcast across the across the nation yeah dog shout out to me cat why she just stepped out of magazine she stay fly and my head stay fly and the jukebox wet and her head something fire like Yachty, here go 12 bar. Gucci, man, got nine car. We don't call them down no more. Oh, now we call them five star. Five star, nigga, that's a five star click. That's a six for that five. That's that new M6. Pay a bill, get a hair fix, might even pay a rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I can't even lie. I'm so super high. Do not need her, will not keep her unless she is fly. Gucci man's a thug, B. Jovan is a scrub. See, she loves me not, she loves you not. Now all my bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, call up Gucci girl and beat me. You can find a five-star hotel, you can meet me. Five-star bitch, just a five-star bitch. That's a five-star bitch, that's a five-star bitch. If your credits go high, feet and nails stay fly. Keep your juice box wet and your head something fire. You a five-star and you a five-star. All right. Let's get serious. What you drinking, man? I'm drinking Larceny. It's good. Uh, I forget larceny? the number afterwards. It's a is, that brown, the, is that that new bourbon? It's a brown bourbon, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, I don't know. Karen, bring is it, it in here. Can you bring it in here for me? Karen's going to go get the bottle, I'll I'm tell you. I'm going to the liquor store in a little bit. so <laughs> It's good. It's smooth, man. Is it? I'm drinking it straight. Really? Yeah, I'm drinking oh. straight with some ice cubes. Uh, my man Justin got it for me for my birthday last, uh, two weeks oh, yeah. ago. I'm going to liquor, so I'm going to liquor store a little bit anyway. I keep seeing you drink. I'm like, oh, I'm going to fuck with that. Yeah, it's Larceny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Okay. Yeah, John E. Fitzgerald, Larceny, 1870, 92 proof. So there you go. Matter of fact, it's drunk. Let's go ahead and re up this bitch. It's actually real smooth. It's one of the drinks where you mess around because it goes so smooth because i think roger mama had one one time and she was like oh it took me a few days to recover because you're drinking not realizing <laughs> it's gonna catch up with you yeah you just be sipping and the next thing you know you're like yo i think i'm fucked up uh all right here are the uh, choices guys groupie tales another ricardo lockett tale now ricardo lockett is a wide receiver rookie for the seattle seahawks okay 
groupie tells trey songs reminded me of an inflated loaf of french bread <laughs> number Jesus three Christ. number three baller victor cruz's fiance had the right idea number four baller alert groupie tells seattle seahawks ricardo Lockett. so that's the that's number one of the two and number five we'll go with one of their advice columns ballerific relationships should a woman i mean should a woman propose if she's ready for marriage blog by at uniquely underscore humble <laughs> what are y'all thinking come on guys what was the what was the one after locket trey songs reminded me of an inflated loaf of french bread that's intriguing to me i like the french bread okay <laughs> aspect ah, the french bread <laughs> trey songs uh mr he's also known as mr steal your girl i hope, I hope uh, that don't mean she dipped him in something you know what's sad is that art <laughs> he did this on Aju. right uh, you know the sad part is like i remember when r&b wasn't a, it was about taking your girl to a concert to have fun with your girl and now it's like Not no more take you to the concert so he can steal your girl like i ain't paying tickets <laughs> for this um <laughs> groupie tells trey song reminded me of an inflated loaf of french bread uh i love this picture they have with this article i have to put this in the chat so you guys was it just a it. loaf of french bread <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would have been the best <laughs> that would have been awesome but it's, it's a picture of him uh i don't know if he's skyping somebody or what but he just has this, this selfie and he just looks totally uh fucking like a herb um oh now it's moving slow all right well. like a herb man i ain't heard that word in years hey man you know I, that's how i talk man i, mean, I like if it, to, if, it, if it qualifies if it applies and you gotta yeah. use it you know uh or since you guys are in dc he look like a bama you know yeah. Bama. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. being honest uh all right let me put this picture in the chat for you guys that's what you, don't you like a bama <laughs> oh. his, his picture, oh. that's the that's the personification of every r&b song where they start off and say for the ladies what is he doing uh, it looks uh, like it looks like they had a sale on that one gold chain. <laughs> so he bought two of them. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> have a, it up. We have another groupie tail. This time. That's, that's, uh, the, that's the experiment when I'm trying to edge up my mustache. That's the only time <laughs> I'm making it. <laughs> we have another groupie tail. This time on none other than Trigger Trey songs. We received a lot of tales on Trey. Does this one live up? Find out why this reader compared Trey to a loaf of bread. Read it below. Disclaimer, baller mails are submitted by our readers and are protected by federal statute 47 USC 230. Ballalert.com cannot confirm 100% accuracy of any story posted. Two of my friends told me about a show in Tampa. He was performing at Mirage and I knew a guy who could get us in cheap. I always had a crush on him. And when my girls told me he was coming into town, I knew this was my chance. My girls and I were in the front. Females were pushing, shoving, and clamoring to get at him and sing into his mic. Females? I guess they can say it to each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my oldest... <laughs> maybe a dude wrote this in. My oldest friend acted as our bodyguard, though she big like that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a fat linebacker with him. <laughs> that 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 uh, offensive lineman dog. Everybody know about that girl at the club. Uh, the lineman took a lineman with him. You like, damn! I gotta get her drunk first. He started singing, say ah, and when he came my way, my girls and I rocked our hips and jackrabbited near the stage, trying to get his attention. He did, and when he saw me, surprisingly, 
he let me sing into his mic fast forward is that innuendo no that is his he she's act, literally saying she's mic. literally saying to his mic oh, wow. fast forward and my girls and i get into vip he said he liked the way my lips moved by that time i had four drinks in me and was lit next thing you know we were making out in vip making all the haters jealous his lips were so damn soft i could tell he was lit too because his kiss was sloppy and he tried to slide his hand up my dress i almost let him tasting his soft lips <laughs> and his snake-like tongue felt like a narcotic oh what is happening here and when he touched my thighs little stopped me from letting him find out how wet i was getting when why we, would she why would she want to stop that she well i guess it was in public in the vip she didn't want to be that kind of girl you know oh okay uh uh, (laughs) you gotta play hard to get when we got to his phantom hard to wet (laughs) when we we got to his phantom my girls decided to go home and he made me feel safe oh she had to throw in the fact that you're driving a phantom she couldn't just say when we got to his car yeah i'm also shocked that her girls went home i feel like they decided to go home right yeah i feel like those girls are not really in it for the groupie life you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because typically groupies like that have to be waited out you know like at the hotel and shit yeah we've had standoffs on here before i guess the offensive lineman went home yeah yeah she collected the team (laughs) put them on the bus put them on the bus drove them back drove them back home (laughs) she made it to the end zone time for waffle house you know what's wet is my mouth is watering let's get out of here i'm a big i'm a big girl so wait all these girls big okay i see you trace on i see you dog he like them big i'm a big girl i knew we got to his hotel when we got to his hotel he was really gonna make me say ah but what i didn't expect was his tongue game in the backseat of the phantom oh my word his his tongue went from snake to anaconda his lips were like a vacuum as he had my legs on his shoulders and my pussy down his throat. Jesus, that's it. I'm gonna tell you something. If you're so you gonna put you gonna put you gonna put your mouth on a on a brand new pussy that you brand, just met at a yeah at a club. Well, you missed yeah, She's been like she's been at a concert all night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now you know how you be stealing your girl. Yeah, yeah. That's why you go to the concert with your girl. You be like, where she go? Oh, pussy down his throat. Ah, ah. Also, her pussy can go down a man's throat. That is a, that is a, mm, I don't mm. think she has a pussy. Right. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what that is. Does she know Mm. how this, something magical must be happening. Mm. Maybe she got them loose lips, man. Could be that. Real loose. I hollered so loud, I thought the cops were going to stop us. And when my body started shaking like I was having spasms, he wouldn't stop. He kept licking and sucking like it was his last meal. And no matter how many times I claimed I have had enough, he kept making me come. And when we arrived at his hotel, all he said was, I wasn't done eating that pussy. Let's go. Fuck out of here. I could barely walk out the car. (laughs) (laughs) The hotel room was big and secluded. Secluded. And when I lied down in the bed... He unzipped his pants. His dick reminded me of an inflated loaf of French bread. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, she said she was a big girl. He just he, It was in a basket on a bicycle. <laughs> it came with a scoop of butter. Right. All I wanted to do is dip it in some hot juice sauce. Yes. <laughs> I dipped it in some brown sauce. Yes. You're already a big girl. You don't need to be fucking with them carbs. Yeah. <laughs> 
how you think i got this way yes <laughs> french bread yeah, i all, love it all i wanted was so side of garlic butter <laughs> i it went in long and deep and had me speaking different languages have you ever had dick so good you started saying things you never knew your brain knew like oi papa no ne terminis pas i'm assuming she means i poppy oh i no she put we we papa oh we pop oh my O-U-E. bad my bad O-U-E. it should be funny she just saying i should have gone to college <laughs> oh, oh i see o-u-e i think what she meant to say was o-u-i we puppy like oh, french okay. Okay. french i think that's what she means to we say. Is, yeah well when you got hey, listen we, yeah take it from me take it from me randolph well, you got the French loaf deep in them. <laughs> they, don't, they don't know what they saying, dog. They do not know what they be saying. <laughs> she was mixing languages. That French loaf had her speaking French, huh? She was speaking Latin and fucking Brazilian and shit. I don't know what she was saying. Uh, had him thinking I was a French girl with Indian weave and fake eyelashes. Oh, Lord. And after I came again, after my body started twitching like he sucked my neck and spread my thighs, he stopped and oh, ate Lord. me out again. Like, what the fuck? I, I, I like the shoes now. She, she is now like, this is preposterous. <laughs> She's this beside is herself. too much. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Are you a crazy man? I honestly believed I was lying with the Energizer Bunny. This time he used his just his middle finger and gently played with it. At the same time, he would suck and make circles with his tongue. When I came, I thought I caught the Holy Ghost. He didn't even give my body time to recover. Next thing you know, he lied my legs flat and then rubbed his shaft on my clitoris. He didn't put it in. Just stroked my clit with the head and shaft until my body turned hot. You like when I go slow? Was all he said before turning me around and then doing me from behind. He yanked my hair back. Luckily, my tracks were sewn in tight. Yeah, <laughs> had to keep me in tight. And spanked my ass as I begged, literally begged him not to stop. For real, if this man asked me to be his sex slave, I think my pussy would respond before I could. When he came, I thought about calling my girls to come get me, but he told me I could stay the night. So I did. I probably shouldn't. He woke me up before sunrise with head. My vagina barely had time to recover. <laughs> <laughs> so before so before he could put it in again i returned the favor with my pussy literally sore from all the work he put in this man was insatiable my goal was to suck it until he came mission accomplished thank goodness <laughs> mission accomplished thank goodness he came so hard in my mouth i was more than happy to drink it all i could oh. not handle that man's girth for another round he ordered room service and then told me his driver would take me home he had to go to the airport soon so he couldn't spend more time together we couldn't spend more time together translation we couldn't still fuck before i left his room this man actually fingered me at the door while he kissed me goodbye if he was a superhero no lie he'd be dick man why did you order why did you order room service why they order room service didn't she already have a hot meal <laughs> a protein <laughs> full of bread you had to get us some some, uh, some vitamins some other stuff no, her whole like, meal girl, was i'm bread. toast we got to stop doing this <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, i wonder if she got a bun in the oven now <laughs> uh but yeah uh he's uh let's see yeah if he was a superhero no lie he'd be dick man i had to run out of there while i could still walk needless to say while i appreciated an unbelievable night 
I never called him again. My kitty would never be able to recover. I'm sorry. Did you say you never called him again? That's what she said. Don't you mean (laughs) he never called you? Oh, okay. (laughs) Is is that because he blocked her number? (laughs) Or didn't give you a phone number to call? Right. It was, he gave her a number, but it was Panera. (laughs) Sugar Bear says, yes, bitch, yes, in the chat. Sandy Cheek says, I guess Kanye shrugged. V on Friday says, ha, this is indeed a group of tail. Love the details, but frown and swallowing. But hey, do you, boo, clutching my pearls. <laughs> Carlos just says, now get tested. <laughs> she got a yeast infection. Oh, shit. Some from all that she, bread. She do. Oh, hey, Nasrell Jones. I'm very disappointed in Trey songs if this story is true. I dare, I dare you treat this low level bitch like a human being. You let her ride in the Phantom, gave her a head, and then got room service, and then had your driver drop her off. Man, I wouldn't, I would have gave that bitch a bite sized mini butterfingers and told her to call her Uber. I hope she knows she got herpes. If, oh lord, it's a well known fact that he's a carrier. I guess now that I think about him giving her that package, I'm not that disappointed. Well done, Mr. Songs. Well done. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yo, I'm telling you, he got problems, bro. He is mad at the world. He wants the world to burn, don't he? Something happened to him. Uh, Shot Breezy91 says, not once did she mention them even thinking about using a condom. (laughs) <laughs> and that's the end of groovy tales uh, how are you, how are you supposed to drink the protein if there's a condom I, I agree uh, yeah. i agree i mean you gotta there's drink not one big enough anyway get your vitamins ladies all right i think actually don't i think french bread would be it would need like a, a loaf wrapping like i don't think a condom would do mm-hmm. yeah i need one of those baguette wrappers <laughs> <laughs> Could you the top on from it. side to top. Oh no, because then the coming out of the paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you wrap this up for me to go? Uh, <laughs> she bike away, ride away in the Phantom. <laughs> yeah, he was eating her out in the Phantom. I don't believe none of that shit. By the way, me either. Uh, all right. And then the next day, he's all sad, cleaning <laughs> yeah. up the Phantom, just by himself with some wipes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right, man. Um, final. Uh, let's get the guest erase. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. That's right, it's time for guest race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts, man. We read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, Andy and Randolph from the Three Guys on Podcast, to guess the race. And the chat room plays along, and they are racist, very racist. Um, <laughs> the oh yeah, and this segment is brought to you by Bevel. Bevel is the shaving system that is designed specifically for black people so if you have coarse curly hair and sensitive skin you should go with bevel all right bevel is the first and only system designed for black people that's right just like the million man march it's created by a young black man tristan walker don't put young, million man march in it nobody will know about it yeah yeah but yeah unlike the million man march we trying to spread the word uh, <laughs> uh but yeah from design to performance to excellent customer service i've dealt with that customer service before it's dope 
um they over deliver the starter kit comes with a safety razor shaving brush blades primer oil shaving cream a cool restoring balm you know i know for me personally back when i used to have a shaving routine when i would go to work and uh shave everything off i used to get razor bumps all the time and i came up with a way to stop them but the way was drying my fucking skin out man it was like putting all kinds of oxy and alcohol and fucking aftershave and none of that shit was designed for my black ass skin so um bevel though since then i haven't had a razor bump since switching to bevel uh i haven't uh had to deal with uh you know the 37 razor blade system cutting my face when i i don't have to worry about walking into the fucking razor blade section and waiting for triple threat security to fucking come unlock that shit uh which i don't know why razor blades are under 75 uh different nsa security protocols but and no uh, one has the keys it's yeah thing. yeah i have to now talk to somebody i don't like talking to people everybody knows that <laughs> so uh yeah man this shit gets shipped directly to my apartment i open up the box all the stuff is in there to re-up me every three months and uh i can't recommend it high, any better if you have a, a man in your life that you would like to uh hook up keep him from dealing with that irritation okay it's irritating enough being black as is give him that bevel man or, or else you don't love him all right guys if you listen to this and your girl listens to this and you ain't got no bevel she don't love you i'll say leave her um oh Lord. <laughs> a, a, a florida man blames a dog for leading cops on high-speed chase oh yeah that's right uh apparently uh relaford cooper the third 26 of palmetto florida uh feels like his dog is not his best friend he told police that it was his dog not him who led them on a high-speed chase through a community that ended his, with his car crash in an occupied home in the city 15 miles north of sarasota my dog was driving the car he said in a quip ripped straight from a comedy script oh this is a sassy article okay uh <laughs> that was at the ad the the uh the ad libs in there uh after the crash oh wait this happened about 7 45 p.m police were pursuing the vehicle after spotting it racing down the street the driver dashed through a stop sign hurtled through two ditches before plowing into an occupied home on a residential side street after the crash he dashed from the car sought refuge in a pentecostal church <laughs> i like to imagine that he was in there just praying you know what i mean <laughs> like oh what was going on officers just in here praying just getting my jesus on uh but the church's parishioners chased him out of the building oh just like the they did jesus uh why where he was greeted by police on the street who was chasing me asked cooper who allegedly reeked of alcohol and marijuana and then he said you slow as fuck he then proceeded to deny that he was behind the wheel of the fleeing automobile my dog was driving the car i ran because i wanted to you ain't gonna find no drugs or guns on me oh god uh he was charged with drunk driving resisting arrest and leaving the scene of an accident but the dog was not charged with anything guess the race of relaford cooper the third i'm going to say black based on a couple of things Mm -hmm. uh the main the main i'm going white because i think my dog was driving is a white person's lie okay let's take the chat room white man the black church wasn't having another dylan roof in their midst white man who's ride or die uh the correct answer is shocking everyone black random right. phrase you gotta listen to the key phrase you slow as fuck only black people say shit like that mm-hmm. <laughs> many of you missed it in the chat room 
like this late guest they got in black rob says black because a white man would never snitch on his dog that's a good point that's a, that's a very good point yeah <laughs> 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 I did, didn't even think about that one but that, that that's valid uh all right let's go to the bonus round uh, i'm not even gonna play the music because we gotta get our lineups in um let's see, see football is coming mm-hmm i gotta get some larceny you know i gotta see who uh hopefully this larceny will get me through this um through this lineup i won't fuck up too bad <laughs> hope nobody started andrew luck this week mm-hmm. Woo. Uh, all right here's one um a jilted girlfriend suffers serious burns after pouring acid over her ex while she sat behind him on a motorbike <gasps> and it blew into her own face Uh good for her ass trying to be when petty goes wrong (laughs) (laughs) andy did you say acid reflux yeah (laughs) good for her ass uh yeah wow um, a jilted girlfriend has suffered serious burn injuries after carrying uh carrying out a botched acid attack on her former lover See, that's why I don't like that throw a drink in their face shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ung Lami, a 21-year-old from Phnom Penh, Cambodia, accepted to attempted to pour acid on her ex-fiance while riding behind him on a passenger on, as a passenger on his motorbike. Although she injured her intended target, she failed to account for the large amount of chemical that would be blown black, back across her face. To make matters worse, Ling Sochieta, 23, crashed moments later due to the intense pain caused Shit. by burning acid causing further injuries to the pair yeah of course <laughs> police arranged for ling to be taken to the hospital while Ung fled before they arrived and police believe she has been treated for burns at a private hospital um a police spokeswoman uh spokesman in the prompty makar district of phnom penh uh, where the in, uh, where the incident happened said we are currently looking f- to find the young woman who allegedly doused her former boyfriend with acid that she rode behind on a motorbike his family said it was an act of revenge after they had persuaded him to break off the relationship well i feel like his family had a point uh well, we why had- don't you wait till you started moving <laughs> right you know he's gonna crash you're i mean she's and she's clearly not wearing a helmet with a visor on it right that clearly says she's the one that's crazy as well yeah uh we have we have visited all the state hospitals there's no signs of her and we suspect that means she has been treated in a private hospital local media reported photographs of Ung with a bandaged face has surfaced on social media the injured boy's uncle socks said that they had managed to persuade him to stop seeing her after finding out that she had been arrested for jewelry theft and drug related offenses he claimed they separated for several days but on tuesday the criminal came back to my nephew and they took a motorbike ride she took the bottle of acid poured it over his head seriously injuring him he said that she was also burned because the liquid blew black into her face uh police spokesman uh i can't pronounce that name then confirmed that his department had previously arrested Lamy on drug charges and a warrant had been put out for her arrest he added we know her very well so i don't think it will take long to arrest her well shit although acid attacks are not <laughs> uncommon in cambodia tough new laws have seen an 80 percent reduction in such incidents damn it was that hot Woo! what do you got you can't just ban acid <laughs> right that's ridiculous right listen i want to have acid to protect my family it's protected in the second amendment laws of cambodia that you can have acid and a well-oiled militia 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, life sentence was handed out earlier this year to somebody who carried out an acid attack. Guess the race of Ong Limey, 21 years old. Uh, I'm going with white girl, mm-hmm. uh, possibly Asian, not black. Uh, the reason why I would say that is I don't think black women would have access to acid. Mm-hmm. Uh, they already think y'all are crazy. They're not going to just let you have acid. Well, I feel ah! like you got you to pick. Not allow that. You got to pick between white and and Asian though, because that's that's hedging your bet there. The name is the name is Asian, mm-hmm. but that you know yeah, that could be any any type of thing. All right. So what are you going with? I think then? I'm gonna stick. Uh, let's go with Asian. All right. Let's uh, Andy. I'm going with Asian, although after the acid attack, the skin on her face is probably black. <laughs> Soothed herself with her Cambodian breast milk. Forgot about <laughs> fi- forgot about physics. Proof that not all Asians are good at science, says Joe. Aww. Can't believe she made him crash that rice rocket, says Black Ass Rock. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, the Asian driver would have crashed anyway without acid on his face. <laughs> Recognized taste says, sad, I can't think of a witty joke, Asian. Asian, mix that acid with soy sauce. Use the same acid they dip cats in to remove the fur before they cook them, Asian. I'm going to go with not black because Cambodian ain't no black folks in Asian. Well, that ain't a race, Mark. How about you man up and pick a race, Mark? Don't become the next. Okay, Asian. there you go. There you go. He's about to be the next Randolph family member I argue with. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, man. The correct a- answer is actually Asian. Yeah. Take it to the face. <laughs> oh, take it uh, to the eye, too? Yeah, man. Got some in her eye. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, she got jacked up. Her. You know, they hate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you be a dumbass. Got my hair in my eye. Yeah, life comes at you fast. That make a perfect commercial. <laughs> come at your ass real fast. What? That was instant karma. Oh, she's uh, a little cutie too. Look at right. Oh, hey man. What are those little splashes on the picture? Is that like foreshadowing? Right. I don't know. <laughs> they obviously scanned the picture that had acid on it. Um. <laughs> all right, man. And of course, the last thing we talk about the longest sound clip ever. I talk about sore ratchetness, man. Oh God! <laughs> it's the worst class sound clip. It's <laughs> the quietest fight ever. Yes, it is. No one's grunting. No one's talking shit. <laughs> that that really, I want to know what movie it comes from. That makes my day every time, especially when we have new guests and they have no idea how long yeah, it is. It's like, what the fuck is happening? They're like, yeah, there's, so there's about that, to. Is that pause in the middle? You're like, oh, it's got to be over now. <laughs> yeah, nope, nope. still fighting. <laughs> uh, stabbing victim taken to hospital after dispute involving sword and knife in Tulsa neighborhood. A dispute over money led to an altercation between two men involving a sword and a knife that sent one person to the hospital. Tulsa police responded to a stabbing just before 9 p.m. Neighbors called police after they heard two men fighting in the street at an intersection. When police arrived, they found a 61-year-old man lying in the driveway with multiple stab wounds to his head and neck. He was transferred, uh, transported to St. John Medical Medical Center with non-life-threatening injuries. The incident occurred after an assailant confronted the victim about money that he was owed. Oh, that's some of that Gilbert Arena shit. 
<laughs> one man pulled a knife the other pulled a sword oh shit officers are not sure which subject wielded which weapon well, i'm just gonna say the guy who got stabbed probably the knife welder you would, well, you would a, think sword got more a, reach that's the chicago way isn't it they pull a knife mm-hmm. we pull a sword you know and that, <laughs> yep <laughs> that's the chicago way <laughs> evidently the victim got the worst end of the deal yeah well no yeah. shit no <laughs> no shit yeah that's, i don't know if you heard of this thing called victor but that is <laughs> not what he was police believe the victim may have known the assailant but jackson said the victim didn't give out any officers any identifying of information mm. Ooh, probably a black person the suspect is a black male god damn <laughs> boy doing this show long enough i tell you i will tell you you will know some racism uh yep the the suspect is a black male who neighbors saw leaving the scene on foot after the incident um yeah and apparently the victim didn't want to snitch uh uh, after all that after getting stabbed in the throat and face so he'll take his chances on the street uh make sure you guys check out three guys on uh like i said hilarious podcast man Mm -hmm. i i download and listen to it the day it comes out pretty much every time uh so you know go ahead and set y'all shit to auto download so y'all can listen to it ain't that the truth when you get up as Monday. you say that we gotta thank you man because we pulled a lot of a lot of listeners in oh uh, yeah for you. sure for uh, sure man directly people say it all the time in the uh in the uh notes every they send email. us every yeah. email so we definitely appreciate it. we appreciate all you guys all the rods listeners oh no yeah, doubt man. we love you guys yeah i love when i love that they represent let people go know that they heard of them from us and stuff man because mm-hmm. it means a lot to us especially yes, since does. we listen to a lot of these podcasts yes and then we get left off all the list of the best black podcasts it don't matter you know what i mean yeah, right. i don't understand yeah. it either because <laughs> right. we, we got a lot of love and also i want to thank everybody for going out and supporting the comedians live because i think Rayshani and alex just yeah, had their first um yeah thing, loud mouth. right loud mouth and our fans went up there and told them that they heard them through us so you, we just want to tell y'all thank you we've had people come support you randolph so y'all yes. just just keep doing that and when you go just let them know that you've heard them through us it and means no, a lot and listen uh josh homer had his birthday roast and jl covan was there mm-hmm. and one of our listeners posted pictures of them performing and i was like oh it's cool that you came out but get off your goddamn phone during the damn set like you kind of perform and you fucking on the phone and shit you know taking pictures and shit like let that man do his thing man oh, i just thought, i hope you ain't had a flash on don't be blind yeah, turn him. turn the flash off and you know get off the phone listen to the set man you listen to some good comedy right in your face trying to tweet about it um all right man so yeah we'll be back uh tomorrow no guest and we'll talk about uh, listen guys there's a ton of shit we didn't talk about today right because uh we gotta get to this football and plus um goes like that we talked about sports you know i wanted to talk about sports because uh andy claims nobody wants to hear them talk about that on their show but i do so <laughs> we heard it on our show man but we got a lot of stuff if you like uh your coffee black you might be a psychopath there's a shooting in a waffle house which means it was a tuesday ah randy quaid randy quaid black. got detained going into coming back into america trying to sneak in oh shit yeah there's a bunch of shit that's just crazy shit is happening guys so We'll, we'll talk about all that stuff tomorrow. Until then, uh, Shadow Dog Productions, Adam and Eve and Bevel, support them. And, uh, oh, and Reagan Gomez's, um, surviving is out already. Yes, it is. Go to survive, go to, uh, ReaganGomez.com. It's a 10 minute long YouTube thing. The production quality is so, Excellent. it looks like a TV show, man. Like, 
go go support her man because you know she's a black woman making independent media about some black women surviving the zombie apocalypse or not even zombie apocalypse the a, a flu apocalypse type thing so make sure you guys go check that out and the cliffhanger is so good i can't even tell you what it is because it'll ruin it uh all right man talk to y'all later until then love you i love you too Mwah. peace peace